The Why? tangerines. The tangerines. So you have eight tambourines in your vehicle right now? Yep. Why? It's for my karaoke stage in my basement. I got the Grand Ole Opry stage. And How big people is just stage make donations. Where you have eight tambourines. Three singers. No, they just they're made in China. You got a woodwinds, you got all kind of like little light back in <laughs> I don't have good ones. I went to a Prince concert one time where they handed out tambourines. Seriously? Oh yeah, that was yeah. a song, right? What was that? Mm-hmm. That was a Prince song. I don't remember, but, I, but they, handed, they gave us a tambourine. Sing us a song. And I didn't even keep the, the tambourine fucking tambourine. Like, Why? I was more One, worried two, about getting laid. Three, four. It's a song called Tambourine. Yeah. Prince. That's they, why they, they handed them out. out. I, it was like <laughs> under a cherry moon or something, the concert for What that. if you just used them the entire time? Like, like stop. Purple no, you're, no, 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 no. Yeah, see, that was. They need to be on beat if you're going to hand these out. Yeah, and you're a white dude. You ain't got no They're the whitest. Right. They're like this. They're like, here you go. Yeah, here nah, you go. not you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skips we only over. have so many, <laughs> He sir. jumps up in the air trying to grab it. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, winners take y'all episode 79. Almost 100. 79. Almost 100 of these things in. John is working through almost this fireball, shots. dude. <laughs> almost 100 shots for the, com- you know, the commemorative episode. Yeah, the 75th episode. <laughs> Red hair, don't care, and fireball goes down smooth. But I only drink a little, and then it's yeah. over. No, it's a little and splash. Rounds of corners off. Might it's not hurt even cold. It. it would be. I would oh, be down more if it was. That cold. is almost like when you kind of burp and it brings up a little <laughs> bit of like stuff that ba- burns your throat. That's yeah, what that like baked be- beans being come warm. up on you. Uh, like did a you have that Waffle House bacon? You know, did you have that in the dash of your truck all day? <laughs> just heating it up real good? I'm like, yeah, man. How do you get this stuff to boil? It won't freeze, so maybe it'll boil. <laughs> he we'll comes in the other way. He pulled the driveway sideways, windows Hell down. Yeah, son. He's, he's right. got one one door off his and Jeep. And I got my <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got got no one door off, ones. arm hanging out, holding the bottle outside the truck while I'm driving. Barefoot, with yeah. your foot propped up out the window. Like Riding right past Johnny Law. Come get some. Yeah. I'm in Cartersville. You like it. They don't care. Lake Aladam Tuna. <laughs> Might have heard of it. Hurt tail. He might have hurt tail. He might have hurt tail. He hurt tail of it. I know he did. <laughs> so country. Man, we are white trash. Son. But you're in a good spot, man. That's being country. I know. No, that's not a cut. No. I good. got gold and water and acreage, uh, son. <laughs> yes, exactly. That translates when this thing goes survival. sideways, boys. Survival. to survival. Yes, sir. There's, there's a power plant nearby. Is that a nuclear power plant or just It's cold? nuclear. No. Nuclear. <laughs> no, it's, no, sir. It's Georgia Power. I think Power. it is. It I is think Georgia. it's a nuclear reactor, and that's steam coming out the top. I just making shit up. I'm, I'm dead just, serious. I'm, no, no, I've worked no, it's out not. there. It's plant bowing. No, it's not. Plant bowing. It ain't damn nuclear. You don't think it's nuclear. <laughs> look at what. Look at him. He'll say nuclear. I believe it is because Kevin now has six toes on each foot. Oh, I noticed shit. I ain't been the, up here but a month. The etchings and the paint. It's, it's really, like the vehicles just got cracks in the paint. I'm like, man, weird, those are man. new. Those vehicles. are brand new vehicles, and they're all got twenty year old. Why do they have cracks? Like our '88 Corsica. We got if you pull off duct tape, if you pull off more than a piece of duct tape with the paint. Come off, you get a, a new paint job. Two point eight liter GM warranty paint job. We did, right son. I did bitching because it takes him twenty percent more time to paint his toenails. Way longer. <laughs> the paint well, just just dissolves. If you got a six toe, would you rather get a? Would you rather have a, a six little toe or another an extra little toe or another big? That's toe? a good. Question. Oh, the big toes balance. That's where all the balance is. That's give, what I mean. Would you that. have but extra would it balance? Throw you off with more balance. Then you can't have too much. You're balance. so balanced. No, dude. I what if you got an extra big toe? On the other side of your little toe, 
Uh, oh, right. no, no, no. No, there's some about balance that. there. Yeah. When you got to climb a hill or something, you dig that thing in out there. You got NASA? two big toes to put them off. You could dunk. Could you swim? You better? could easily oh, dunk. Oh, you just push that big toe off. Wow, that last couple of inches. I believe oh, the big toes, I can fly. I mean, I don't want to piss any toes off, but the big I toes obviously the strongest. I believe I can touch the sky. Just, hold on. I bring about it every night and day. Stop. Listen, man. Somebody isn't hates that, you. Isn't right that now. an Air Jordan thing? Isn't that some movie or something? I don't think it has anything. Why to do, do I have that? That has nothing to do with two big toes. Sure. Yeah, but if you had two big toes, you would you believe would you could fly. Song. What yeah. the hell? So we got uh, winners take y'all. Our guest for tonight is uh, Ricky Carmichael. He uh, he's won a championship at Loretta Lens. He's got. One there, and he was your finished runner-up in the outdoor series a few years back. So he's got a nice area little qualifier champion yes. at Ichikoni 250B 1996. He never rode B class at Loretta's though. You well, know, maybe that? he was A class and I was B class at some I think point. That's I was... the case. 96, he rode the pro class at Loretta Lands because my brother got lapped by him with his bars. He crashed, rolls the bars down onto the tank, and still lap Kyle with the tank bar. And that was so... Kyle's goal not to get lapped by Ricky. So at Itchikoni, that didn't work. So you clarified this story I've had in my head forever. Mm -hmm. We're on the gate together. I was in the B class then. Double gate start. A class. He took off. There you go. And he got me before the end of the first lap, is what I think. And then he got me again at the finish line. No doubt about it. In a five lap, or maybe it was eight because we were combined with B class. Was there an area though? Yeah, they would probably. It was an area. Okay. Area Itchikoni got me twice in one moto. And they would do that back then because areas were not nearly what they are today. They would not double gate A and B at an area. Yeah, this now. But they did back then. I think it was a local. I would be amazed if it was a local local race or whatever. They did local like that all the time. Oh, for sure. But I would doubt that Ricky drove up to let's let's hit a fur making. He might have. May have. He had the Burgundy Z seventy one with a big fat rally wheel. I saw him uh, get beat, and I'm sure he don't want to talk about it, but. Straight up by Shay Bentley at Hillbilly Hills, and he almost murdered that whole track. He was trying, he was off in the every piece of track. But we aren't it. letting off. It don't no. matter what I'm yeah. running he through. He was furious. Furious. Oh, yeah. That was he, a furious he's, attack. You know, he, he's one of those people that he hated to lose a lot. He don't say it. He hated to lose a lot more than he wanted to win. That's it. That's, and what, I, that's, what I, I, that's the job. I remember he said that. And you may have been there. What, we were at Itch County one time, and he was probably 12, mm-hmm. you know. Probably, and, yeah. He, Shay yeah, Bentley pulled a whole shot, and I remember somebody standing there with us like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be ugly," because he was pissed that he was behind. And I mean, oh, he, they were calling it he because pun- he yeah, didn't oh, get yeah. the start. They're like, like, not lose. Ugly. He punted him off the track like twelve, like uh, fierce, aggressive. fierce. Yeah, I mean, he's just setting the tone. Like, oh, I you're love gonna... stories like that. I love hearing about a pro Old team before they rider. were. I, I like hearing before the they amateur. were the dudes. Yeah. yeah, and I remember him pulling off the track. Kept it. It was hell. It was so damn hot at Ichikani. Pulls off, sits on the back of his trailer with his helmet and goggles on, just sitting there, just fuming, so angry in about the heat. whatever. Yes, in the dead ass heat, you're dying in shorts and t shirt. And that dude is so pissed, he didn't want nobody to see his face at the moment. So wow. yeah, he's a bad dude. So we'll have him on tonight. And hey, I wanted to. I know we don't like talking about motocross or supercross because it's not really. <laughs> we a, don't know much no, about it. Too. I don't. But like, uh, I wanted to get your take. We're already. They're already anointing. Jet Lawrence, like I, I, the kid is remarkable. Generational on talent. But let's, I mean, it's one race, and I will say Chase Sexton and his whatever he did in between motos, he locked in on that pace. He finished whatever it was, two seconds. It was a one and some change. Oh so yeah, he was. It was, he was on him. It'll be good. It's gonna be a summer long, and I think 
I think this happy-go-lucky friendship or whatever's going on that will dissolve rather. I think quickly. it's gone already. Probably that little that art that they're gonna need two separate semis. Not really. It'll they're, be they're, the uh, it'll be the rest of the team weirding out, right? Like they're trying to keep it cool. Chase will try to be cool. Jed will try to be cool. But there'll be all these other people acting different that'll alter the dynamic right. even more. Which I have no problem with. Sure. Any of that. You know what I mean? Like that's what like, F one is all about. It's I mean, what. Yeah. You yeah. you're not there to make friends. You're there nope. to win races. And I I don't like. I remember years and years ago reading an uh, article with Bob Hanna, and he's like, "Oh, we can be friends off the track. When we got the track. I hated your guts." I don't even think he's. I don't even think he would even go that far. He <laughs> yeah, no, everybody. He, yeah, he, he wanted I mean, to have. He wanted to bang your girlfriend and tell you know, yeah. put a Polaroid on your seat. Let's do everything we can possibly do yeah. to mess with you. And so but, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, they're getting paid to win, and, and the difference between. What is the difference between first and second? It's well, pretty sizable. It's well, it just depends. If you historically, I don't even think the money matters. I think they're it's yeah, like, it's what it works. Well, they got their brain. Like they got the money. They got. They're both getting paid. They've but got I money. think the money twists twists the screw a little tighter though because. All right, well, he just beat me, and that was 50 grand. Well, you're going to ask Ricky about 60, that, because I bet I bet you he would have raced for free when it came. You know, at certain times, I'd be like, just to beat this guy just in front of everybody, him. I will yeah. show you what's up. Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, I just wanted to get y'all's kind of take on the, that first round. Was it, was, cool. it, was, it was good. I mean, Jet, of course, looked awesome. I mean, his Man, form prettiest. is beautiful. I yes. mean, he just ah. – It almost looks slow. Like, you're like, dude, you look like you're – And I do feel <clears> like <throat> sometimes he's only at like 80%. Yeah. And that's part of what's going to help him not possibly be generational. If he can, the longevity and go after that, him. he might not get sure. have the injury list because he is not at his max or a little over. Because you know, to meet to you notice, I mean, what was that forty three seconds? And not that Ferrandez can't eventually match them. Maybe he can, but forty three seconds. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big gap. To Especially when Ferrandez wasn't. He's not 100% either. So. Well, he no, wasn't 100%, but, but he was also trying because he had the people's champion on well, his tail. Blessinger was killing him the whole time. And yeah, that's what I mean. He, so he they, was trying. They were riding hard. Yeah. They were just – but, I mean, last year was the same thing with Eli and Chase. His first know, and second. Who's racing for third? Like, I do think Jet is worthy of that talk, though. I mean, he's worthy of – I mean, he's doing what you're supposed to do at this point in your career. He's to be 19. In that, in that, but as you know, I mean – one, I mean, I, and I, I don't want to say. Well, let's say one knee injury. One knee injury can throw the whole thing off the rails, yeah. and didn't throw Ricky off because that. I think that's the only hurt. injury Ricky really had, yeah. right? That one. I knee think injury. so. He, he had a shoulder injury too around 05 or something. But you know, Chase. I mean, uh, Jet. When you talk about it, though, he he has won four championships in a row. Yeah, I mean he he's he's already got four he's championships. I mean he's he's, he's a bad so. dude, and he's you know, I think he'll be good for the sport, like. People like him. Yeah, I can't. I don't understand the hate for like. So I'm so tired of hearing, hearing about. Well, then beat him. Somebody else needs to beat him. Yeah, and then the, the I don't the narrative feel like he's been forced down. There are people who feel like he, that NBC and Feld pushes him by bringing him in the booth and all this stuff. Well, they bring other guys too, though. When you have a riding style that's that good and you're winning that much, and you have charisma like they do as a family, and their story's nice. good. The their way, story's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And was it him sleeping on the pool table? Yes. In Germany or something like that, trying to get I've done to the that, stage. but it's a whole different story. Yeah, that yeah. was college, man. College. Oh, you slept on a pool table, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Key elements of those that <laughs> far surpass expectations. Right. So, I, you know. He, Kids, if y'all want to be somebody now. Sleep on a damn pool table. Listen to me. Rack that eight ball up in there and go to bed. <laughs> there. 
I mean, come on. I think Chase. I think like he's not going to win them all. You know. No, you can feel that Chase can match him. Yeah, I mean, Chase was he was God, right. They there. look so good on those and motorcycles. They both look so and similar. the fact that it's both factory Honda, man, the gear, oh, everything. You know, we talk about this all the time, and I, this is about this is going down a rabbit hole that we probably don't have the you years got two to minutes. go through. You got two minutes till the rabbit hole. <clears throat> Listen, I could do a lot in two minutes for myself. Um, take yeah. me that long, man. <laughs> My God. I don't need the other minute and forty don't seconds. Give me that, baby. Come on, the, um, do it. But you know how Formula One we talked about how like your Red Bull cars always finish with your Red Bull car. Your what are you doing? Your <laughs> every like the cars finish together because they're set up the same. They the same car. You know what I mean? That they're is just the last time for that vehicle. Correct. Right? Well, you had the Hondas together. You had. Plessinger and they Webb were together, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there might be a, the bikes might be so good now that there's a little bit of that going on. Well, maybe I, it might be that their riding styles they are they you no, admit you, they look similar, dude, right? They do. They, I mean, maybe that Honda chassis is very their, suitable to their, to their style. riding style. I mean, maybe we should just shut up because Ricky will probably you tell know us. We really, know we know everything. Don't. I've won the Moto Madness series. That's thirty two rounds. Yeah, does he not know? Dude, every <laughs> Saturday night, son missed one all rounds count. Yeah. I've got freshly sprung suspension. Perfect. I oh, know what on. I'm talking about. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He did. Kyle told me he took it to, where would you take it, A1? A1. A1. Okay. So you're yeah, ready. A1 like, suspension. That, dude, of all the things you could do that motorcycle, as a vet rider, going it's to Gator Bag. best money. Fresh tires, gear it properly, get it suspended right. Dude, those tires got less than 2,000 miles on them. Yeah, dude. They're just <laughs> broke in, dog. Dollar per uh Whatever you receive back, right? Yeah, dollar yeah. for dollar. Okay. Suspension's the best. You know, when way. I go up there, I try to negotiate. When I sign up for the race, I try to negotiate a, a per lap price. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you're just billing me like I'm going to ride every lap. Hey, we don't know what's going to happen. What really if fair. I transfer directly without the LCQ? <laughs> now you're charging me. Now here it is. Like I got to pay for And that. I didn't get to ride in them. Yeah. That's the way I look at well, it. Well, then, you okay. Like my dad would have got all that the money. That has never crossed my mind, <laughs> by the way. Mike Brown's going to be there, right? Should You're, be there, probably. So you and him are going. It's going. Well, be. here's the thing. Well, he might shorten the a, number of laps. That's what I'm saying. Do. He's going to cut that's, my laps. That's short. a good thing for you. Yes, but that's some but bullshit. They're billing him like they they're might billing run me off. like I'm riding them all. But he's he out there at the same time, son. You's out there from the start of the gate to the checkered flag. Brother. So this is a time thing now. It's a well, no. So it's, can we come up with a per minute charge? Well, I'd still be out there the same. No, because then I'd have to pay more. Because yeah. <laughs> after after I get lapped, I still have to come across. Your that. rate is going up, and Brownie's getting it <laughs> yeah. cheaper. Brownie's getting a deal, man. Right. He ain't buying. That's, that's why they got bikes. an advantage, man. All those yeah. factory riders, they got saving a, all that they, money. Yeah, they got an advantage over guys like me. So next racing at Gatorback at the uh, Big Bike Regional down there. You and the Kyle are going to go down there. Going to breeze in about three a.m. Have practice about seven. Just barely get signed up. Is that up. really what we're doing? I'm sh no, I'm just telling I'm you. Like, you need to leave early. That's the way it's going to go down. No, no. Yes, and they, Kyle uh, will eat like some roller dog at a damn racetrack yeah. gas station. That'll yeah, fire. That's all to do it right here. They'll fuel him up. Get I want to cleanse my palate and my system. You know, I do think, <laughs> like, when you see, like, I forgot who it was asking some of the riders, well, what'd you eat today? You know, and they're like, well, I had a kale sandwich and kale <laughs> You know what I mean? I ate some Kills pine them. straw. Yeah, right there. They had some fresh mulch. You know, the day you've already done the work and ate all the shit before the like the tasteless shit before you get there. Like the day you're there, like when you finish, you should get a cheeseburger or whatever yeah. you want. You know what I mean? Oh, or like there's a little chicken bit of wings that, before even before. You know, now, I mean Jed or Kenny One has mentioned I ate whatever I wanted. I won. 
Yeah, yeah, not often. They, yeah, absolutely. But they, they should. You're right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the way. Like, I'm sure that's happened. Not that I've done <laughs> some kind of elite after a athlete, race, but I've done a couple a of full length Ironman triathlons. And by the time you get there, I'm like, fuck that. I mean, did you really do I an want. Ironman? Done like three of them. Dang, dude. That's very impressive. He'll be good. He'll be good at Gatorback. You know He's what? He's going to be fine at Gatorback. Let me tell you. You're going to wear him down at the end. You'll wear him. Brownie down, if this, probably. If it's a 50-lap race. Yeah, if we could run an hour. Yeah. Can we not have an hour moto? What's Just the ask for it. Ask Win Kern. Tell Win. When you get down there, you say, Win Kern, by God. I would, the vets all voted. I'm speaking on behalf of all the vets. They're not here, but they told me by proxy, all 41 of them said, we want to go 90 plus two laps. <laughs> 90 minutes plus two laps. I'd be happy. That would that. work in your favor. You know what I For wish real. would happen? I wish it would He'd come. He'd settle into that 255, three minute lap time and just ease on down. And run the that shit for an oh, hour and a half. Yeah. I'd be well, good. If we do it that way, you do want to pay by the lap. Don't yeah. do it. Don't. Well, you know what I really wish would happen was like it comes a hurricane that goes across Florida and it would get so nasty that you couldn't even ride and you just had to push your bike. And they cut it to like Let's one do that. lap. You've done you will. Do, you'll probably win the regional. I could probably win the thing. It'd be you the number one seed yeah. going into Loretta Lynn. Ryan Hughes will be the only guy that might challenge you in terms take of pushing chain a motorcycle. Off he only weighs no like 145 pounds. I know, but you've seen, we've all seen the video. He's take the poster no boy for pushing man. motorcycles. Yeah. There's all that's kinds true. of uh, stories about that day. He's got some day. Pro- professional experience. Mm-hmm. But that's a bad to the bone photo. It says on the fence. Rhino take no prisoners, and, and he is he pushing that bike, man. Yeah, I hope he took his. It's very inspirational prisoner. back in there. Son of a bitch, <laughs> take that chain manufacturer Son as of prisoner. A cost me. I need to. DID is gonna tell him you're there the for Ryan Hughes. Camp. You know, hey, Ryan Hughes sent me. I'm about to f you up. Like what? <laughs> right as they're about to just gate up next to him. Go, hey, man. Rhino sends his regards. This shit's about to go sideways like me off this gate. But be sitting in an ice bath when you say it. Yes, have an ice bath. I'm just going to start. I'm going to turn my bike completely sideways. And point right at Rhino. <laughs> Even though he's not Aimed at there. the guy beside At you. Mike Brown, sorry. Yeah, at Mike Brown. <laughs> Courtesy be... of Ryan Hughes. Oh, he owes you him cost one. me. He owes him one. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for, I'm only here for payback. Yep. Brownie. But he plays a long game, dude. <laughs> I've been yeah. watching and what's a good solid, what is that, 20 years? 96, so yeah, 06, we're coming up on 30. 27 years. Ryan Hughes paid me a smoothie to fuck you up today. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Brown's so cool, he'd be like, well, good luck, well, on, good luck on that <laughs> yeah. right there, well, son. If you can catch me, I'll I'm from Blountville, Tennessee, son. Yeah. Fastest man in Blountville, Tennessee. We went up there one time to Muddy Creek for the regional, and my buddy Raymond Phillips right. forgot his suitcase. We pull in, we get out the camper, and he goes, where's my suitcase? And I said, hey, man. <laughs> I mean, I, he, I've thought it, he really thought I hid it, but it was sitting Seriously, in the driveway. Seriously, I had a race, man. He calls his wife. Yeah, it's sitting in the driveway. <laughs> so we had to go to the mall across the line. Hell right yeah, there get in him dialed in, pack sun, get him so all diced up. I'm thinking like, I mean, he <laughs> has nothing. He's a 50-year-old man, pack so sun out, Osiris we, <laughs> shoes, long dicky shorts. Pack sun. <laughs> We did not go to Pack Sun, but wherever well, we went. Well, for the story, you went and got Osiris shoes. Yeah, yeah, we were skate like skate shoes, flat under brim. twenty. What was that? Rude yeah, Spencer's dog. No, I don't know. I'm not cool, man. I ain't either. But I'm not, that's the merry-go-round. I, you went to the merry-go-round. Went to merry-go-round. Yeah. Got a uh, pink t- sweatshirt. So we go in that mall, and it's like they they ain't had a customer in a while. So <gasps> there they, he is, boys. <laughs> get his wallet. They assign him. Get his wallet. He got his own personal shopper. They assign him a personal shopper, and this lady is get seventy. No, but she decides to follow us and see if she can help us. She's <laughs> at least she seven. Yes, she didn't trust y'all. This well, doesn't she, make sense. She goes, "What do y'all need?" And he goes, "Everything." everything. <laughs> 
So we buy shorts and shirts and socks. And then when it's time for boxers, you know, it's always got the, the dude that looks like Nick Blackman on the front, just, right? Yeah, just chiseled out. Standing with, there, yo, I just happened to wear these. <laughs> you got know? a pound of flesh down in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Burr, you wash your jersey on his chest and yes. shoulders. So Stomach. he holds that up. He holds the picture of the boxers up to the lady. And he goes, ma'am, if I put these on, do you think I'll look like him? She eyes him from oh. the feet back up to his head and goes, yeah. I think you look like him. Oh, wow. He must feel good. He goes, all right, well, then I'm buying. I'm in. 80 packs, baby. So now we're racing. We got his clothes back. It was a funny, it was a funny, funny time. He racing jeans and work boots. Hey, over the ankle boots, long pants and shirt. That's what it says in the rule book. That's all it takes, baby. I went to Mammoth and I got there and my luggage never made it. And which is awesome because everything in Mammoth is $9 million. Like everything. <laughs> when you're at every one of the clothing stores on the resort. Ski shops. Oh, sick. Right. That $200 jacket. That's great. I need that. You just I got a, a Patagonia yeah. bathrobe and that's all you wore? The he whole? is Patagonia. It's <laughs> like main representative. Jeez, man. That was so expensive. Those fur line Patagonia underwear are $85 a pair. <laughs> like a fur line. Yeah, it's Lord. killed by local animals. Yeah. It's local fur. We sourced it right here on the mountain. Yeah, yeah the Dumb and Dumber boots and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the luggage came a couple days later, but that cost several After you were $600 deep on yes. a day's clothing. Uh, yep. Mammoth Mountain. It's happening this year, though. They did push it back. It was normally at the end of July. No, June. June. Yeah, June. You've been there. Yeah. And now it got moved back to uh, end of August into Labor Day weekend. Wow. What's yep. the what? What is happening with that? Snowfall? Snow. Yeah, yeah it had wow. 70 feet. That starting line's at 11,000 feet, I think. Correct. Somewhere in that neighborhood, yes. Maybe 10,000. Oh, it's high. You're out of breath. <laughs> You'd just be sitting there out of breath. Why am I there out of breath? Was still, there will still be snow Labor Day. I mean, that, oh, they'll they probably ski there no, year-round this they, year. They, they absolutely, if they want to. I've been skiing there one time, and it was in July. Has yep. it ever been that late? No, uh, I, delay? Think, I think one other time they said they moved it in the 53 okay. years. It was, yeah. You know, that's almost not late. That's almost like starting over again. Yeah. It's, you move it it's the first race <laughs> yeah. of the season. Yeah. 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 Well, um, no, like spring, I've been there when – they had the massive snowfall that they basically cut in some, they had trails. They didn't have all the trails for mountain biking, but they mm. went through with a skid steer and just cut through the snow. So you were going down the mountain through the snow Big with the sides. walls on either side. Oh, wow. Yeah. On your mountain bike while they were skiing, while cool we were doing that? dirt That's bikes. That's pretty sweet. Pretty wicked. Yeah. So, but they didn't go all the way up the mountain with it cause they couldn't yeah. do it. But, but, uh, that time we just got, we got there and it was in June and it was just, spring there like the pollen like it was our pollen in here georgia in march in late june wow nuts and you can have no so ac hot. and i slept with a fan open uh, with the window open with the fan blowing in my face just, and just powering that snow and you I, left straight oh, dude, from georgia pollen it clears it, up and, we and you're it. like oh let's go find more blasting in my face because they have no ac <laughs> and i was sick when i got home for two weeks oh i would think it well, we went to mammoth it, it was in july and we'd driven up from uh los angeles that's in california and so, CA. wow, we you might have heard of it. Los Angeles, comma, Red. California. And so, hey, it's been everywhere. <laughs> we're walking in. Rich. We've been riding, ride, I mean, we've been in the car for five hours. You know, it's sure. so crazy. You drive through the desert, it's 110 degrees. Uh, yeah. And then De- 30 minutes valley. later, it's 40. Yep. You know, and so. Because you're at 10,000 feet. I go in, 11,000 on the Just top. got my trash from, you know, and I've just got it out like, the window. Woo, we're here. <laughs> That's what it is. The ski slope is 11,000. The start runs at like 9,500 9, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Got a Mountain Dew and like some stuff, and the girl working the thing, you know, we didn't have reservations, anything, of course. The whole. Why would you? Just no, I mean, a, yeah. It's just a 44 yeah. hour drive. Yeah. So, 
Why would you plan? <laughs> the girl goes, um, just like the regional this weekend. I see yeah, you guys got a hotel. No, we don't need a reservation. I, I see you've got some snacks, and I was like, yeah, we I had some snacks for the drive. Lock those and up. my thing when I drive is I get like a Mountain Dew and beef jerky. You know what I mean? Like and some Funyuns and, and that's she your go-go juice. She was like, uh, what do you? What kind of snacks did you have on the way up? And I said, you know, it's funny Mountain Dew and beef jerky. She goes, Personal where's question. the beef jerky? <laughs> there's a bear going yeah. through your car and I said, that well, it's in the yeah. car she goes you have to go get the beef jerky out of your car well, because really? it, she said the bear if you leave beef jerky in your car a bear will destroy your freaking car <laughs> in a sealed container it doesn't matter yeah, it doesn't I matter. never knew this I've, I've went down the rabbit hole of just watching bears get into cars yes it is so They're entertaining. Or they just walk up like they know. They just walk up, grab the door handle, <laughs> pop oh, it. Oh, this is They punch in the code on the yeah. door. Yeah. Oh, wow. He knows the code. It's <laughs> the code. Dumb everything. people. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, four, simple. Four, four, One, two, three, four. Oh, and the crazy me. thing, people are watching like from their balcony. Hey, bear, <laughs> get away. Don't get in the car. And then they get in the car and the door shuts behind the bear and they're like, oh. And then hey, boo boo. <laughs> the bear proceeds to. I saw one where there's two the o- the RVs, but they're like p- travel trailers. And the bear climbed through whatever those little flip vents are, and they just ripped that thing open, got down into the RV, and just <laughs> ransacked it, and then popped back <laughs> up the top. <laughs> they're gnarly, man. Like a roof vent? Yeah, the little saying? flippy flat yeah. roof vents. They'll just peel that damn metal roof and right And climb up. in. And climb in and just eat the shit out of your food. <laughs> and, and you was there. Bad, dude. That's amazing. Imagine if you're in there sleeping that. and all of a sudden the roof <laughs> up and you're looking What's up. What's going on? He reaches down in there. Big furry arm comes <laughs> in. <laughs> they had bears at uh, Mammoth this past year. Don and I, we announce it and we pull in. Like As soon as you come into Mammoth, the first five spots are nobody parks there. But we grease those guys that turn the buses around every mm-hmm. day. We're like, hey, man, we're going to be announcing. We're going to get in here about 7.15. So can we? They're cool. So we pull in. We're like, there's car, 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 blank spot. We're like, sick. Pull in there. Open the door and I hear the Rah! and I'm like, what the hell? Oh. It makes the hair on my neck stand up, and all, all, there's a bunch of ranger dudes and they're. I'm like, Don, what do you hear? The Rah! And it's freaking two baby bears. Oh, and I'm like, that's a problem. I looked the up, babies. Like, well, they're like, hey, get out of there! So we shut our doors and got out of there, and the bears ultimately came down right. I mean, right in the hood of our car and then shot off. Wow, right there. Yeah, that was that's my first encounter. Incredible. With a, Where's I, the mama? We knew she was close, She's obviously. You be. don't want to get in between her and those cups, so we got the crap out of there. We're like, killer spot, But man. people are already set up, right? Oh, like, actually, aren't they already Oh, they're out? there at 4 a.m., dude. Yeah, I'm thinking. Like, and they I come there to... at night to try to rummage through all anything that's yeah. there, and they, even though they evacuate the place pretty much. Did you ever see the, like, the documentary of the guy that went and lived with the grizzly bears? Like I've heard about it. Out there, and then <laughs> either they're like, yeah, he's a free spirit. Yeah, he got eight. Yeah, he just eventually. wanted to prove that bears are nice people. No, yeah. they're animals. And then he got killed. They're carnivores, <laughs> dipshit. Man, they're there to eat. They're not, and they can go really fast. Very fast. They do not Uphill, look like they could downhill up a tree. Like up they can climb a tree. Is there was a guy we were at a triathlon one time. We were camping at a campground. This guy, like a Georgia State Ranger, whatever. They had like a two little black bears, right? And he'd put up this fence. Like he had in his truck, would roll out, and then he would do his little presentation with the bears. Bears! It was kind of cool, except for, well, he had to shut it down because one of them got too rambunctious. And, and he <laughs> took that taser out, and he's like, that ain't going to do it, son. That thing, Thanks, hey, son. It ran across the ground and up a tree like just as school. fast as yeah. it was running. Up, like, oh, you got to see it climb? Oh, yeah, it climbed as fast as it was running on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> You're not getting away. No. <laughs> You're not getting anywhere. <laughs> Hey, I so I, I was talking to John 
earlier in the week about some ideas for the for this actual show before we just tell all of our stories. We got one more good show of stories, and then I'm out. <laughs> and then it's like, man, and he lived a good life. And and a good we one. just had to bury him. He's out of stories. He's out of stories. Put him down, boys. Yuns, come see him during visitation. <laughs> Yuns, put him down. His ass his last story. He broke, yeah. his, broke his larynx on that line. We, we've, got, we've scheduled some time to get drunk and go into town and make some new Create stories. Create new stories. Right. <laughs> But we we'll do something to do tonight. By God, you keep going through that fireball. But uh, I was talking to John. I'm like, man, I want to come up with something. So, I, I mean, I just stole the idea off of, uh, I can't remember what the show was, maybe a local radio show, but like rank them. Just rank, just whatever it is you want to rank. So rank right now off the cuff. And you the got baddest two, year models of Chevrolet, Chevrolet four-wheel drive. F100. <laughs> by Jingo. No. <laughs> rank. Not Chevrolet. You're four. Favorite riding styles, go. You oh, we're going to do this? Ten okay. seconds, one. Chase Sexton, Jet Lawrence. Oh, my God. James Stewart. Kevin Windham. Eight. Styles or riders? Style. Style. Like, Just I'm talking. The way you think looks, not maybe not yeah. the most proficient, but your favorite. No, nah, those are my favorites. Go, Nick. Uh, Jet Lawrence, yep. which I'll be fresh in my head. Uh, Ron Lachine. Mm. Good pull. That's two. Um, McGrath. Yes. And Carmichael was my favorite style, even though the form what? wasn't there. No, I, you said that I like. Okay. Not that it's efficient. No, okay, fair enough. That's I fair. mean, yeah, he can I, rank I like the the style of going through the whoops, both feet off, no still holding it wide open. Out. Feet, feet off. Tall seat, low bars. Can you imagine hitting the whoops I can't believe y'all, feet off? So I'm good with Bradshaw and Lawrence uh, all day long. Bradshaw, I mean, excuse me, McGrath and uh, Jet Lawrence. I think they, that were, they were in all three of ours. And then Bradshaw for me – and mm. you know, you know how I'm gonna put in there, and as funny as that is, I'll, I'm gonna put Sean Dukes in there as one of my all-time favorite. Hundred percent. I was gonna say to Sean, but I didn't Beautiful know if anybody would know. Yeah. yeah, so it's well. Brad I just Sh- think we were taking we top saw national. Yeah, you know, I mean that's fair. I should have told you what, whoever your legends. favorite. But watching Sean, and you know what? I mean, honorable mention was Keith Turpin somewhere, at maybe fifth or sixth, because dude, he was so ahead of his time with the elbows up and the factory looking stuff. Bad to the bone. Nineteen years old, riding the two fifty class Beautiful. when he broke his leg in Michigan. And Bradshaw. 16, winning the Osaka, Osaka Supercross, yeah. son. Beating the current Supercross Just happened champ. to beat RJ. Stanton, yeah, I think it was Stanton. Was it Stanton? I think it was. Uh, yeah, what am I thinking? What year? That had to be Stanton. Yeah. And he goes, well, you screwed yourself. Because so, now you got to win every so time. So you ranked them. So yours were again. Favorite riding style. Just your own personal. Well, I think Who I you think looks coolest? Chase and Jet first. Love. I mean, they're very similar. They're very similar. They're interchangeable. Beautiful, interchangeable. Oh, they look so good. But I threw Wyndham in there last. He was he was be- it was poetry. Wyndham was effortless. Yeah, he never looked like he was going fast. The same way Jet, Jet and Chase. Does. Yep. Jet and Chase do not look like they're going fast. No. Then you watch Justin Barton. Who do you who looks the fastest? Yeah, freaking JB. Yeah. Rank your man. fastest guys that look fast. Like, I'll go Barsha, Hannah, Danny McGu, Chandler. Chandler I'll, exceeded the bonk. limits of the motorcycle. Right. Just out if of control. If you watch the eighty-two motorcross donations and trophy donations. <laughs> It was faster than the so, motorcycle was built, built to, to handle. You've so, never seen a chassis. The front wheel would be going right, and the back wheel's going left. And it's like, I'll throw Barsha in there. I'm going to go with Barsha's Hannah, that level. Justin Barsha, Danny Chandler, and what? who is that? I had another one, I thought, for no, fastest wild. You wildest. probably just said it, and everybody's yelling at the. You already said it. Dude, <laughs> you just shit. said it. So, Hannah was always something just, was flying off. It's wherever he is is where he's supposed and to be. And if one hand could stay on, we he got could this, save boys. it. We he got this. Save it. I would it. say Hannah, Barsha. Um, Barsha's got, yeah. Stewart. 
Stewart had the crazy balls thing where it's like he did have some crazy shit. How the heck? But he he looked he was smooth. He was but cool still looking as well. looked so fast because the motorcycle was. And he did things that okay. had never been. That would be my fourth one then. So it'd be JB Stewart, and then Hannah. As far as cr- the look, crazy, you're talking eye test. Just whoa, that what looks, looks fast. crazy. Yeah. Stewart guy is definitely in that. Yeah. He's probably the leader of that conversation because he jumped things no one else yeah, would jump. That's he, a good point. Creative man, Ch- he changed the way people ride. The sixty class rides differently today. Every because single of person him. on a dirt bike. That is so. You've got like the Bradshaw, and then Jeremy took took that and just changed the way riding. From that point in the sand, it looks different. Yeah. When you look at Billy Lyles on a motorcycle, it's, it looks it's, like George's Joe Bay. It's, or, it's yeah, it's elbows it's down, it's just real stiff. And then you got these dudes that real BMX look awesome. Bradshaw that's wasn't McGrath. a BMX guy, but that's McGrath. And then Stewie changed it yeah. again. That's and now right. I think Lawrence and Sexton, all those dudes are kind of, I don't know, they're smoothing it all out. They stand sure. up a lot. I, well, a lot, way I more. think they're I mean, way back on the balls of their feet. They got their back arched with their, you know. A.J. Cantonzaro school right a, there. Yeah, A.J. Cantonzaro. I mean, got But, you know, school. they'll stand up in ruts. The entire pack will sit down, and Chase and Jet will not sit down. It blows my mind. They keep their feet on the in, whole time. And dirt on the edge of their boots from dragging in The only ruts. time they take their feet off the pegs is if the rut's so deep that it's going to hit their foot. To. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're – you know how they ride with the the arch in your back. The funny thing that AJ can see, and I said, think their backs are straighter. They are straight, but to to keep your back that straight, you've got to like try to arch it. Yeah, yeah. And AJ Canzaro was talking about he that. He exaggerates it, and it works. That's yes, what you're supposed to do. It works, and he they said they were trying to come up with something, and he asked Hunter Lawrence. He goes, "We're trying to figure out what to say to make people to understand that you got to arch your back and you know kind of poke your butt out." And he said, "Tell them to tooth that thing up." So that's what he at his school. That's what he says. You got to tooth that thing up. Tooth All right. Up. So now we're gonna go. So we've already done the best riding style, fastest appear, visual the eye test, and now I'll, I'll go with just the most god awful. It gets it done riding style, but awful. John John right. Watkins, take so it away. So Villaman is one. Hall's ass. RV maybe. Ryan Villapoto was off the back of the bike, hanging it's out. It's different. He was hanging off the back. He didn't ever look. Well, that last GP, he really, yeah. he for sure did <laughs> He that. really got off the so back. So you're throwing RV in there. That's a Well, shocker. it's no, just no, different. You, did it. you a, owned it. You're a redhead. He's odd redhead. style. That There's no going back. Work. No, you yeah, said He's it. got red hair. You son of a bitch. So I was like, I got to pick him. Fucking redheads. All these two together. He's got, okay, so only redheads moving forward. The all redhead team. Who's your favorite redheaded riders? I don't know if I can give you more, but I know Villaman looked Crazy, and his elbows were always in I'll and go, down. I'll go, Guy Cooper, uh, Ken DeDiker. Oh, okay, we can go Europe. Uh, Barry Carson. Yeah, terrible. It's but like, whole what is he wearing under that jersey it's, it's that the makes same him jersey look that... so square? DeDiker and Carson wore this. Yeah, he was a fr- he was a refrigerator same... box. Yeah, cut it in half, and that's Ken DeDiker. He's six foot eight. Of just... Okay, so I'm going Carson, Ken DeDiker. Uh, Guy Cooper, even though the guy could throw sick whips, I get it. He jumped the shit out of motorcycles. But he was relatively stiff. Kind of everywhere elbows else down, everywhere. Maybe even throw Jeff Frizz in because he was just so damn That's short. Number 52 on the back. Suzuki. <laughs> rode all the mains. He would ride 125. We would try to keep the laps on that dude when he rode the 125 and 250 Supercross. Oh, it was probably heat race, heat race. Semi, semi, semi. 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 LCQ, LCQ. 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 And if, I think you had to choose at some point to ride one main or the other at that point. But I think Jason Thomas used to do that too. So he would take off in the 125 class or 250 class or something and save it for one just to the get other. the start and then yep. pull back and get on the other bike. Got I got points. So Nick, ugliest riding style besides 
Myself, I'll throw myself. I'm hideous. Yeah, well, they, have Kelly, to be able to, they have to still get it done. We Kevin we have Kelly. ugly riding styles. Oh, we just don't get it done. Those. Yeah, we don't get it done. Ugly, yeah. just like ugh. we don't get it done. I I would say Villeman as well. That's solid choice. But then I got to go back with Carmichael, right? It's kind of wicked. I mean, because yeah. because he's all it over wasn't the, place. the standard. It, yeah, it wasn't the coolest like badass looking whatever. No, but There's he no got it done. He was all over the place. Boom, because he yeah. got it done. Right? Bob Hanna, same way. Bob Hanna was all over the place and got it done. And Magoo Chandler. Fair enough. Fast and ugly. Have y'all watched the 82 Motocross Donations before? The no. whole track is a solid series of just whoops the whole entire way. And his bike, the factory Honda, 82. is bouncing. Like He won every moto. Twisted all steel. All four. He won Motocross Donations and the Trophy, trophy Donations. Donations. Back to back, they did it. They were a separate weekend. week. Yes. So one's a 500 event, and one's a 250 event. The chassis on that Honda is flexing so bad that it's um it's amazing he could even aim the thing well, to the next straightaway. I've never seen a bike deflect the way that one did, and he never let off the gas. I've no. never owned a motorcycle that would flex. I've him. never been able to flex a motorcycle. <laughs> you know the <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yeah. say mine don't. I rode do all of them. Yeah, my, that '97 never did. Right. You get my bike. The, the frames Honda, in good the shape. It's the '97, which was known for the. Flex. You buy one of my bikes, you can guarantee the frames in good shape because it's, it's, it's never, never been flexed. Ridden downhill only. The last half in cool of, air. Yeah, the last half of the suspension's never been touched. Whatever that deep part where when you really land. Yeah, hard. We're not hitting no yeah, bottoming. There's, there's a uh, guy that I've met that. Uh, South African dude that rides, you know, we were talking about suspension. He's, oh, I see you got your suspension done. Super nice guy. Good kisser. And so we're. Last like, name Albertine. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I got the suspension done. I said, it's way more plush. And he's looking at it, you know, it's like sitting, I put it in the truck and he goes, oh, yeah, mate, look, you're still only going down to here. <laughs> like, he can see the dust wiped <laughs> off the stand. Right. So I'm still only using. You know, just a tiny bit of it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Hey, but you know, circling back to Danny Chandler real quick, 07 Motocross Donations. I'm standing near where call the. Ricky Carmichael, so I'm going to jump out. Okay, jump out. While the vehicles uh, are pulling into the pits, I'm standing there, and here comes this van, and it's Tony DeStefano, and he's got Danny Chandler in there with him. Okay. And I had a uh, custom painted helmet. Terry Hunter painted this Motocross Donations replica helmet, and I'm like, hey, man, Tony D. I need you and Danny to sign this. And, you know, Danny was, they're both paralyzed. Yeah. So uh, Tony has good use of his hands. He signed it. Danny did not. And, but, so they got the pen in his hand and he, he held it enough to sign it. And they pull on in the pits. At the end of the event, you know, the whole weekend was just pandemonium, foreign people knocking down trees and flipping over cars. I mean, it was a party. You, there was no sleeping. We camped. Kevin Camp, there's no sleeping. At the end of the event, you know, and I would say they had 60, 70,000 spectators. The whole entire valley was completely full. And we're walking out, and I look back at the gate after I cross through the exit gate, and Danny Chandler is sitting in his, he's sitting in his wheelchair. And all this huge packs of people are passing him. And he's the winningest rider at the Motocross Nations ever because he won motocross and trophy donations yeah. and they don't know who he is. And I just stood there and took that in because it was so he, that dude redefined what the factories were supposed to think a motorcycle needed to be able to do. That's what you get when you have a, like a lot of the things we have, the sport being small though, that you don't understand. Like we, we have a, a friend that won a uh, silver medal. Yes. 
Dang it. But what did he win it in quickly? I know it was a she. She, she, won, it, she won in fencing. <laughs> okay. Fencing. But we're the peach tree when there's 65,000 people yeah. and nobody knows who she is. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? Like, but in her the greatest niche, of, yeah. the best of all time. Bad to the bone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In my mind, because I'm an Olympics geek anyway, I love yeah. to watch, you know. Well, that's fair. Let's just do this live. We'll do it live. Hello. Hello. Ricky Carmichael, we're just going to do this live on the fly right Let, now. Dude, I was, that's what I was expecting. You wouldn't expect oh, you weren't else. expecting extreme no. preparation on no, Kevin? No, nothing professional. Come on. That's a <laughs> I mean, no, I thought it was going to be live. I didn't think it was going to be recorded. No, no, it is recorded, but I'm saying I'm just bringing you in, hoping you answer, and you're like, hey, man, hold <laughs> on, I'm on the dumb. i got to take a crap. I'm I'll call you right back or something. <laughs> Yeah, I told you. I told you it's a looser brand of a, of a show. So, man, we were, you you just showed up on two of our lists, and I'm gonna be straight up with you. We had we were ranking, like, and I want to let you rank. Rank me. Now, hold on. You got to preface it by saying we're ranking off the fly, no preparation. No prep. We didn't even know what his categories of what we're gonna rank. He just yeah. throws the category real. I'm quick. gonna do it to you too. Rank all time. It could be a local dude, which I threw a local guy in. Your favorite all-time riding style, and I bet you're going to come up with maybe one or two of the same ones we did. Like, who yeah, do you think two was, or three. It maybe three or maybe they weren't the fastest, but they just looked the coolest. Um, can they be pros or yeah, they have to be yeah, local? For no, sure. no, it can, can be local be or pro. Because I had a local pro, one of my buddies that I, uh, Sean Dukes. I just love the way that guy looked on a dirt bike. Oh yeah, Sean Dukes was, was he? He was good. So uh, all three. Well. Uh, now remember, I started on the Trizinger, okay? Donnie so Banks. Three wheels. <laughs> so Donnie no, Banks no, Rodney opinion. Gentry. Y'all ever heard of Rodney Gentry? Was he a three wheel guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Wow. Yeah, okay. I thought he was. I thought he was. He was Didn't awesome. Didn't think that would be the list. Ricky went three wheeler on three wheeler first. Okay. There's that. And then, um, dude, I used to love how. Uh, uh, Ronnie Tishner, I loved his oh, style, yeah, man. Tishner and Turpin were the same guy. Beautiful. To me. Yeah, I don't, I can't really remember, recall Turpin, and really then, and then, mm-hmm. and then Dang, you um, RT. yeah, RT, RT and then uh, the next would have been uh, Bradshaw. Those three guys. I share, I share the Bradshaw with you. He yeah. was my dude. Yeah, I just felt like, I mean, you go back and how the guys that he was racing against, yes. he was ahead of his time, in my opinion, like his style over the bars and just, he Elbows was just awesome. Up, so that's, attack. that's the three, like, that's the three that I'm sure there was other guys. I'll give you one more. So those are my top. Give go one, ahead. Give me one more. No, one more. He needs oh, four. Oh, oh, you, oh, I we, thought you we said went four I'll deep. give you one more. And all of our guys, we all oh. shared our Jet Lawrence was in our mix. Oh, yeah, well, we I thought we were talking chase. old No, old, no, it's it, old school. Anywhere you want to go with it. Yeah. God, I can't believe I didn't have MC in it either. I, I had MC. You had MC. Okay. Yeah, I mean, MC, MC, K Dub, K Dub for sure. Um, K Dub, like technique wise too, and his style, I think was a great example for young riders coming up and how to learn and, and watch and, and race a motorcycle. I think he just was absolutely epic. Yeah. Um, you know, Jet is. I mean, I mean, Jet. I his style. I, I don't even like his body position. He's pretty neutral on the bike. I like what he does. Like how he maneuvers the bike. I don't even know if you'd call that style, rather than like body English. He doesn't have to me a lot of body English. He's very sound and quiet 
on the motorcycle, but he, you know, he moves the motorcycle around extremely well. We're not well and smart really on those cool types things. of things. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, That's a, you are. Quiet head. Like in baseball, it's a quiet head. And I'm, what you're saying, it's quiet. He's quiet on the motorcycle, not a, weight, a lot of wasted yeah. movement. All right, now give yeah. me your four just when they – it's not they, – they, they don't have to be the fastest, but holy shit, they look the fastest. And I'll just start it off with JV. Justin Varsho, when you just watch that guy ride, you're like, there's no way you can go any faster than that wild son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, R.J. Hampshire is one of those guys. That's a good one. Now, go old school if you have to. Now, yeah, we went all over balls. the place. Yeah, we were. Okay. You, you made yeah, you this list. Old you made this list for a couple of these dudes. Uh, Robbie Horton. Robbie. Yeah. Robbie Horton. Richie and Robbie. Yeah, Richie and Robbie. Martinez. Yeah. Richie Georgia. and Robbie. Yeah, Richie or more, I feel like. Um, man, this is this is awesome. Oh. Just Barsha, visually, like, Barsha. holy cow. Visually, they, they, yeah, the eye I test tells you they're well, the fastest ever. Out of that. No, no, you can have him. but I, Yeah, you can have Barsha. But like, do you think Bob Hanna? Do you think Stu? Like I had Stu. Danny Chandler. I dug way back. I, I can go with that. Mm. Oh, man. I, I don't, man, I'm not good on this one, That's on great. this particular one. J, JB, for sure. Um, RJ for sure, Pit Buyer for sure. Oh, Pit Buyer was Pit yeah, he was a he was a wild man. Um, I would say like um, Villman, but I don't know that he was wild. He just had a lot. He was not sound on the motorcycle. Villman was the next category. Yeah, our next category was ugliest riding okay. style, <laughs> and we all kind of were like, we all. Yeah, Vill- Villman, Do I have to? It was ugly, but <laughs> no, you, you don't have to. But I went. I went, uh, who's my guy from the donations? Uh, God, Ken DeJiker. Ken Man, I, that guy on a motorcycle, I just yeah. can't get with it. It's tough. It's tough it's to wearing watch. football pads. Under how, about, uh, how about Panda? You remember the Panda? I do remember the Panda. Yeah, he was pretty good. Bobber Chef. Oh, yeah, he was at the Florida Winter Series. Bobber Chef. Was he? Yeah, well, last year. So I go up. It's number okay. 777. It says Bobber Chef. And of course, I'm a big yeah. fan. When he was on a Honda, man, it was great look his Dude, gear and good. everything looks so good i had barry carson but hey yeah barry he's barry, rough to watch um, man he, he's the he's the only guy that i've ever seen that can buy a bike and sit on it with gear and i'm like that bike's four years old right now it's <laughs> he he's the only the guy that could pull a whole shot on a stock rm 125 <laughs> from the outside against all these factory bikes and loam dirt Six inches deep, right. and, and just crush us in a, and on take a your bone stock RM125. Wow, <laughs> with a bent lever that he just straightened out by the RV. Grabbed bro. it, grabbed it with a you box know. And I wrench. will tell you this so Hey, kudos to the MXGP guys. Their style and how they ride are a lot better than the days oh, of yes. when I raced against them. Days. Right? I mean, dude, it was like. And they, these guys would be just working me, right? And I'm like, how can this dude, dude possibly be beating me? Guy. And this look of this dude. <laughs> He's got his visor down. Yeah, it's killing me. Goggle he had straps a snap low. on visor blowing me away. <laughs> Who is this on. guy, man? Yeah. Dude, it's funny you yeah. mentioned that. We were watching uh, the 93 Loretta Lens. Like, this dude has all three of his motos. A class. In the A class from 93. And I'm like, what yeah. is this? Look how my, I was. That was my first trip to Loretta's with my brother. We were in the C class. Our, our, our choice was 125C at age 15. Kyle's he's going to ride 125C in the 500BC. Solid choice, Because, right? you know, you want to switch back and forth <laughs> between yeah, 500CC. <laughs> on a borrowed KX500 oh from a guy named Tank. Tank. You used yeah, Tank's Tank's 500. bike, yeah. So, we, we, anyway, that was our first trip. And, I, dude, I was so glued to that race. I was so in love with it and sweating my ass off. It was 93. And 
So anyway, this video pops up in my YouTube feed. I'm like, oh my god, this guy has all of his camcorder shitty, shitty coverage. It's but it's like he's like mid pack, and then he gets a good moto, and then it's a mud moto. But they were going so slow. At least I thought they were. But dude, I know they're hauling ass because it was the best of the best. Number seventy seven was Greg Rand at the time on a Suzuki, right? I remember, dude. That guy used to give me heartburn. So Greg was <laughs> uh, on the next group older than me, yes. right? Yeah. And so when when I would get when when I think when I went to when they either had a, a six to eight or they had a seven to eleven, then I'd have to race them in the seven to eleven, mm. right? You would overlap. And dude, he just oh yeah, the overlap there. But man. And I tell you what, racing against him, you know, it really helped me as a young kid to be faster because he was like he was like the benchmark, right? Him, mm -hmm. Kyle Partridge, or no, Jason Partridge, Jason Partridge. And, and got yeah, Jason Partridge guys are like that, Charlie you know, Bogard. just because they were just had that year. Bogard, yep, Bogard was good, and uh, I saw that guy a couple times this year. Charlie, I did. He was uh, he was working the floor at the Supercrosses. It was good to see him. We oh, cut wow. up a little Bogard? bit. Really, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, he was man. flagging and helping and all that stuff. Yeah, Jeff Demet, and so and I always and I'm just bouncing all over the place, but I always use you as a measuring stick when I talk about 85 riders. <clears throat> I can't remember if it what race it was, but it was a winter am of some sort, and it's uh, I think Brownie, maybe even Swink on 125s. You're on an 85, and you actually beat those guys. I'm like, all right, there's a difference when like you get in there and mix it up, but when you actually beat the premier. Ricky on the slash B, and you were on a super mini or something. I'm like, holy okay. cow! So this guy's special. Like you and Stuart. Really? I haven't not seen not with Swinkster. No, it wouldn't have been him, would it have? I, I think so. I do remember race. I do remember racing uh, Brownie then. No, no. Well, I raced Brownie. That was, but I, not. I don't think I raced back. him. Did I race? I don't know. Maybe I raced Brownie at Muddy Creek on a on a super mini, and they let me ride the A class or something. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, I do remember racing Horton when he was on the big bike. Yeah. Robbie Skaggs was on the big bike, and I was on the Super Mini. Yeah, those those were tough, real, real tough. But then when I moved up to the 125 and 250 class, then that's when I had had opportunities to really race Brownie. We had some great battles at mm. uh, at uh, at Muddy Creek. Uh, Muddy Creek. Did he yeah. own that? Like, if there was any place that he would maybe cover you, that would be the name. spot. Dude, and you know what's crazy is like, because I'd be, it'd be like, we'd be going to Muddy Creek, and I'm like, man, I he's going to have to be there. I'm going to have to ride my ass off, man. It's like, <laughs> and it beats me. Drive. Like, 10, hour, 10 hours home, drive home. That's a long time to get, you know, just get the, why'd you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why uh, didn't you do this? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it always seemed as though they always had a race when he had an off week. So it's like, dang, of course this one time I want to there. go there and not have to. I just like I just wish I could go one time. They built their entire schedule off of Brownie. Yes. Yeah. What was his number? He was four eleven. Was that his number? No, I never raced him when I was when he was four eleven. Okay. He was. He's uh, already moved out then, huh? I think I had raced him when he is on the. He was seventy five on the Chesterfield Yami. Okay. Mm. He was that, and then when he was at Honda Troy, I raced. I raced him at uh, Muddy Creek a couple times when he was on Honda Troy as well. And then that would have been that would have been about it. The funny thing is though, you're like, God, I gotta be there, and Brownie's gonna be there, and you know he's yeah. like. God, Damn, this fucking kid's going to show up and embarrass me <laughs> in front of me on a super mini. There's a no win well, situation. He was for him. probably looking forward to showing up to the hometown race and probably just like, 
man, this is going to be good. And Look, I'm just going to roll up in here, make a little side hustle and zip out. be good with it. Yes. You know, thanks, Mr. Gaiman. I think I was more worried about him than he was worried about me at the time because I wasn't at his level and, and God's honest truth. Hey, so we were uh, we were talking about the goat, and you know they're already throwing that term around, and I, I'm not going to put you on the spot because it's so early on in Jet's mm -hmm. career. But man, like, yeah, he is. Uh, he, he has all the tools to yeah. potentially do it. But as we saw in Supercross, shit can happen. Yep. Yeah, everything can happen. Anything can happen. You know, you're 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 a twist your ankle away from blowing out your ACL. You know, like I blew both of my ACLs out, didn't even Thank hit you. the dirt. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, I don't know if I said it on our, our real talk, um, or no, not real talk, uh, title 24. And I, I, I think that he has the ability and the skill to be the best that's ever done it ever. Wow. Um, and that's not a, uh, you know, slight towards any of the other guys. Um, well, it would only be myself. you. It's powerful. <laughs> I know. I, mean, though, just, just I can watch respect it. it. Yeah. You watch what he does. You watch how many races he's won at a young age. His bike skill is incredible. His racecraft is incredible. I think the biggest thing that could slow him down, I think he is a guy that could challenge MC's win records in Supercross. Wow. Next year will be a telltale sign. Then we can really, I mean, if he, if he comes out, cracks off several wins, you know, uh, next season, then you, you have to consider that just because he's so young and he has the ability to do it. And I don't think that, uh, there's a young guy anytime soon, the next three or four years, it's going to be able to, to beat him right out of the gate. And he just, dude, he's just so good. Uh, and what I think is going to happen though, is, I think it's going to raise the level to the other guys coming up. Like he is going to be teaching other guys. I, and as crazy as this is to say, like the 23, I feel like he's a veteran. Like he has the advantage over, over jet, right. From a, a knowing standpoint and the experience standpoint. However, I think jet uh, edges him out a little bit on skill and has some good speed. So I think the 23, I think Sexton is going to step up and all these young kids coming up, they're going to learn the jet isms, if you will. And I think he's going to raise the bar. So I think right now he has a pretty good gap, but the other guys are going to close it in, in my opinion, but he has the pedigree. He has great people behind him. If he's able to manage the outside noise, I think that we are potentially watching the best guy to ever race and, and win, his, win more races and more championships than anyone ever has. Man, that, that says a lot words. coming from you for sure. Like strong words. I mean, you, you, well, yeah, you, you I mean, you just, dude, like you just, you just know, like, I mean, I, I feel like you, I mean, you don't just know, but you have a good idea and I'm trying to think of, okay, well, what could go wrong? And outside Sometimes of an he injury looks like he's or trail knee, riding, he doesn't yeah, even look yeah. like he's going fast. You know, Sometimes. I said this at one of the broadcasts, and I truly believe this. I feel I think it may have been it may have been Seattle. Um, I think that he just rides to the pace that he needs to ride to win. I think if he needs to knock it up a bit, dude, he knocks it up a bit. I think he's that programmed and he has that much discipline to just do what he needs to do. Kenny was really good at that as well. Like when he was at RCH, I'm like, 
he would get to like a five second gap and I would start panicking, you know, I'm like, Oh no, dude, he's not pulling away. Is he getting tired? What's he going? And he'd come back and say, no, dude, I was good. I was just keeping it. I said, there, there's no reason for me to win by any more than what I was winning. I'm saving it. I'm like, wow. did, you ever, did you ever do that? Or were you so scared of Jenny and what was going to happen on Monday and just burning laps? I'm going to just annihilate these guys. I don't want to hear it from mom or dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I would, I would like if, if I had the, if I had the ability to 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 pull away, I would do that. You know, like if I if I could get it to to 10, 15 seconds on an outdoor track, I would do that. I wouldn't want to just chill at five seconds. That's one little tip. You over. know that that yeah. that was that was my style. But this is where these guys are, you know, different different than the the older generation. You know, like 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 JS. I mean, you know, we always talk about it. it's so fun being in the booth with him, and we talk about this times like, dude, he just he wanted to annihilate the his competition. You know, and, you know, he wanted to win by a certain amount. And 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 I was kind of the same way as well. The, the older I got, the, the less important that was. But anyhow, it's uh, these younger guys. They just they do what they got to do. And they, they're they're good at the big picture. So so Sexton looking down like Sexton. Let's just go back. When you were riding, mm-hmm. you saw Stewart in a peripheral. He was coming. Sexton has seen Jet Lawrence coming. Were there like mm-hmm. and you can say it now, like man, I want to like like you were saying you're gonna have to deal with Mike Brown. You were gonna have to deal with James Stewart and Sexton. No, he knew yep. coming in he was gonna have to deal with this guy. Hundred percent, absolutely. And you only, you almost wonder if that that you know you hear that he's leaving Honda for all intents and purposes, and you just you you, you wonder if that is one of the reasons you know because he doesn't want to be teammates with Jet. And I could see that. Sure. Uh, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. That'd be tough to, to be in the same rig as your, uh, you know, as your competitor, as your competitor, your arch rival. Stanton and Bell, man. I mean, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be, those two guys are going to be absolutely going for it, Uh, especially this, uh, you know, this outdoor series. It's going to be interesting. I think that not only from speed and ability, I feel like it's it's going to be huge mentally for for both of these guys, especially when it comes to the 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 style of racing that we saw in the second moto. I mean, it almost comes down to just who is stronger mentally. You that know, was it's, insane. They, you can't. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they wasn't looked it? so. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in their riding style. They were just right Hopping there. The I mean, that that was just, you know. And you could speak to this more, but are the like the bikes set up almost like their bikes almost looked like they were doing the same thing? Hey, they like made they a were... great point when we were just kind of warming up talking that their riding styles are so similar that I feel like their bike setup has to be super close. I could be totally or off. At you least could... the, yeah. the characteristics of the Honda possibly support their riding style, and that's possibly what's giving them an advantage is they actually meet the, their riding style's needs meet the chassis like benefits yeah, they 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 do ride similar i think too you watch generation i talked about this funny story and i i don't think that he will like we could joke about it now but when i came in the booth last year uh in the pro motocross championship to thunder valley and you know they like to they like for me to give comparisons right so the people at home you know the the people that we're trying to capture we have the people we have the hardcore fans that are yep. always going to tune in right we we're, we're wanting to grab new people that have never watched it and it's like hey how can you 
you know, make this baseline and, and show us the difference. So you can take a beginner watcher and they can be like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. So I was, I was using an example of how like Dunge would sit down a lot more. He'd take his feet off the pegs a lot more and uh, compared to the younger riders like the, the Sextons or the Tomax of the world or the Jets. And, and, and RD was so bummed with me. He got, <laughs> he called me the next week. He's like, dude, you're so hard on me. Like, why would you ever do that? And I'm like, dude, I'm like, hold up my man. Like this is, this is what I was trying to do. It wasn't, I wasn't picking on you. I mean, hell you're riding the wheels off the thing. You were doing great. Well, I was just giving his, no, you know, anything it's about like, his Hey, champions. look at the difference. You're seeing uh, you, you, you guys are witnessing a change in the style Revolution. and it's exactly to what you guys are talking about with chase and, and, and jet, they ride, they stand up, they rarely take their feet off the pegs. Uh, you know, that, that's just the way it is. It's, it's a, it's a new generation. It's crazy. We were talking, you know, we were talking about the the problem with them being the same semi together and being our travels and stuff. We were also talking earlier about, you know, and I don't know if you've ever watched the Formula One, the Drive to Survive show, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. how cool is that? So, oh. <laughs> but every teammate hates each other. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're in there, like, the Red Bull guy, like, I forgot one, like, one race this year when uh, Verstappen's car or something happened yeah. and, he just dogs his teammate out for winning. You know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. pissed. They hate each yeah, other. They don't even hide it. I think as, as motocross grows to a, a, a bigger audience and it is so like them being so similar in the competition, you know, it's not like there's going to be a lot of team tactics. They're not going to like each other if they're that close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, and I will say, I will say this as much. I think that this is more uh individuality compared to f1 because you don't have the team uh effort as or the the team dynamic as much like you're not relying on aerodynamics you're not relying on your pit crew to come in there and do a you know two second uh pit stop you know that so it, it is basically one-on-one you know that your bike is winnable and you know that your teammates bike is winnable and when you guys get out there uh, the only strategy there is, is of how you're going to make it the distance, whether it's 20 minutes plus one lap in Supercross or for, for the lack of the series that we're racing now um, in the Pro Motocross Championship is, you know, going 30 plus two. And that is where that's where I feel like it's more competitive one on one. And it's it's there's less camaraderie at times because it's just like. If you get beat, it's because you got you got your ass beat, right? And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because if you get beat by your teammate, you can't blame the bike, plain and simple. Yeah. And uh, I don't, but I will say this is I don't I think the, that Chase and Jet are above the level of they don't want to be the top, they're not racing to be the top guy on the team as maybe there there are some racers out there who are doing that if they can't win at least they want to be the top guy on the team i think these two are racing to freaking win races is what i believe oh yeah, i totally agree with that i can i right? think this fun you know, little happy-go-lucky uh about midway through this season after we have exchanged a few race wins i am all about the 
let's just divide it down the middle. He's this camp wants him to win, this one wants him to win, and let's just see what happens. I I live for that, like the old school Stanton Bell mm-hmm. R J stuff. Give it to yeah, me. yeah. Or like, dude, me me and Reedy yes. uh, and Supercross, me Reedy and Stu and Supercross and Motocross. Absolutely, dude. It was like we won't talk to each other, we won't look at each other. We'd be lined up right next to each other, be five inches away from each other, and you wouldn't give the next guy the pleasure to know, <laughs> you know, anything. You know, like you don't even want to let your guard down and i do think where i think that that will raise and there will become some animosity and there will be some hardships between between the the two guys in the team is if they are if they start swapping motos right and they can't get the points advantage and you know i i that's where i feel like Give tension will really tight yes that's where the tension's really 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 gonna ratchet up if if jet goes out and, and strings five, six, seven wins together and he and he's rolling on twenty plus points, that's a little different. But you get a when when you get a situation where they start going one, two, back and forth and yes. you know, like that one point, that two point here means everything. Yeah. Um it's by the time like, we get to the final round. Oh dude. When Ricky Bobby goes, Hey man, uh, what do you think if you let me win one? Uh, <laughs> no man, that ain't gonna oh, work. Oh man, that part'll suck. <laughs> no, Cal. No, no. Good day. <laughs> You just finished. No, I, but how good yeah, would that, and that is? That would be great for the I sport, mean, though. Could you imagine this too? And it's like, think of think of someone like Chase. And I think this is a great opportunity for Chase. I really do. Like, if you know, if if, if Jet lives up to the hype, this is where this is where Chase can lean on his ability and he can improve. I think that. If someone is faster, Chase is willing to make that jump and, and take those chances, go fast, hang it out. Dude, we've seen him do that, right? Yep. But he has the bike ability to do that. And, you know, and that's just that that's assuming that everyone thinks that Jed is better than him. And I don't think that that's the case. But I do think that I think that Chase has room to improve just as much as, as Jet does. And that's great. Uh, but can you imagine what it's like for a guy like chase to know that he is going to have to race this dude until he retires <laughs> imagine that. like i i think about there were a lot of people said i that try to put you. myself in his shoes dude i don't know you had to deal what with Stu. what are you talking like. about yeah you, you had to deal with james what? you had to deal james with james damn stewart. stewart i was thought i did but not my not my like yeah the, not your it was career. the latter part of my career yeah this right? dude i got lucky yeah you, he got to stretch his legs all right let's see what lucky. it feels like yeah. Like, no, he's not yeah, going to get like, to enjoy I, this. Ricky, you never battled I feel that like, deal, though, did no, you? you never had he hasn't a... got – Sorry. No. I, that's where I'm like, dude, like, so now I feel like he's in a place where he could – like, Chase could have came into this season and he'd be like, okay, man, I, I've got a couple years under my belt in the premier class and I'm feeling good. And now he's got this guy to worry Shit. about. Or not worry about, but he's got to – Yeah, you got know, to He's going to have to answer the bell. And then – yep, and then – it's going to be their next supercross. And then like, those are years. Like I thought that that's was, I thought I was going to have that kind of year in 2003 and 2003 was one of the toughest years physically speed wise on me because of Chad Reed. I came in there totally, uh, uh, underestimating, uh, 22 and bud he 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 gave me the right act <laughs> and i will from that point on i went i i mean i just i never went into another season thinking that but 
I felt like Chase was in that kind of situation coming in here, and now he's got this young, hot, new toy coming up, you know? And he may redeem himself every other moto for the rest of the series, right? I mean, it, yeah, what he did between moto one and two, mm -hmm. mentally for me, I'm like, dude, he just got worked pretty good in that first moto. How yeah. do you rebound yeah. him? And dude, he may not yeah. have got around him, but holy shit, he finished on his wheel, and he I loved it. I loved wheel. it. Yeah, yeah. that was a, to me that was as good as a win. I mean, yep. how he was able to how he was able to adjust. That's where you, like someone in these guys is, you know, where, where they're at in their in their world, and the type and style of riders are, and the caliber of champions that they are, guys. That's where it's just like, okay, yeah, I didn't win, no big deal, but I was right there on his wheel. So it's almost like a win. He loses a few points, no big deal. Uh, you, you just have to bank on him. You know, he's going to gain some back uh, along the stretch. But that that was a win. Absolutely. He matched, for, for me. He matched Jet's pace. So yeah, he did. He only needs he a good start, and he can pull a win. How much yep. How much yeah, motivation yeah, I mean, do you think that would be for for Chase? to Like, if there's a lot of hype around Jet, which here, obviously he's, he's, here. he's hearing the hype, it would be like, how much motivation would be like, he's going to be history, he's going to be this, and be like, That's no, I'm going to I'm gonna bust that history up. You know, like well, how, great, how much? Great, well, great question. So that gives – I, I put myself in his shoes. I would be like, it would give me an incredible amount of confidence. And the reason that it would is because I got to follow, I got to follow Jet. I got to learn from him. You talk about Chase uh, and you listen to what he says about how he learned from Eli. And it was so much fun racing him last year. And he just learned so much and respects him so much as a rider, as a champion, and just how he's so gnarly. And he got better and better and better, and he's able to pace Eli the whole time. Well, now he's almost doing the same. He almost did the same thing with with Jet in that second moto. So the, I I think going into Hangtown, he he should be feeling really really good. He got a great learning lesson. He knows the craft. He knows kind of what Jet does in certain situations. He knows how he rides. He could see what his bike was doing and kind of relate it to what his bike was or wasn't doing. I mean, there is a massive amount of positives uh, for for Chase after that second moto, and he should be extremely confident going into this weekend and for the rest of the series. Dude, you're in a, you're in a similar spot to go back to you. I, I just love thinking about you and MC. So you're coming up. He's hearing about you. And he's like, oh, mm -hmm. shit, I got to deal with this guy. And you finally get him, and you handle business. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I'm going to be the guy now. I'm hearing about this dude down here, number 259. You have mm -hmm. to deal with that guy. You got to handle him. So you handled some dudes. Mm -hmm. so like, you were in that same kind of position, but you asserted was, yourself. Yeah. You weren't teammates with him, though. No, that's, that's a good point. No. You never were no. teammates. Can you imagine being Jay, Jay Stu's teammate? What in the uh, hell would that have no. been like? Nope. I, 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 I couldn't got have, out. I that could have imagined. I am glad. I will. I do not. I do not envy um, um, Lars Lindstrom. I can tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. No, you can man, see it on his face the... after the race. They were they were kind of asking him about it, and you could tell he was just like, uh, "We're just uh, happy to be here." Yeah, you don't want to be too happy, but you want to be happy. But like, he, he seems like he's. But a he good knows what's up. Lars knows what's up. He knows what Ricky just said was that was as good as a win for us. They're gonna slug it out. Yeah. It's just gonna. They're gonna punch each other in the yeah. mouth. We're gonna. What a great him. place for Honda to be. And here. he's. He even said, uh, he even said, uh, talking to JT during one of the in-race uh, interviews that, you know, he, he's assuming there, there's going to be some, some kind of chaos or, 
you know, there's going to be some kind of rub between them two through throughout the series. I just, how do you not think there will be? It's so dang competitive. You know, they both want to win so bad. They both got a point to prove. Hey, and they are both tough competitors. At what point do they start scheduling different times to practice and whatever? And I know we're not at the Honda test track and Supercross, but I know guys would be like, all right, what time is he coming? I'll come in after that. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, that. well, they, they you got to remember they practice uh, different areas. Yeah, they they yeah. practice different spots during the week. So uh, they they won't they won't have that. They won't have that. It'll probably be uncomfortable, um, you know, as as the points and how those work out. And when one guy's backs against the wall, I think it'll get a little uncomfortable, you know, going to the truck and all that. But most of these guys have rigs and all that stuff, so they're able to escape. But nevertheless, it sucks when I, I couldn't imagine it would suck going to the rig or going to the races knowing that uh you know your your arch rival is your teammate you know you can't even be you can't even enjoy like your workspace right you can't even enjoy your workspace i you know (laughs) i i wish that lars could just come out and go like with when it when it starts going down he just come out and say like f1 like yeah i don't care if they like each other not as long as you're in the front we're here to win yeah that's a cool (laughs) position for Honda to be in though i I think he's got. I think Lars has has that kind of approach. L- Lars is very, he, he's very open. He's very he's very reasonable. He he reasons with everyone. He listens to everyone. I feel like he has a uh, the right the right mindset for this job. And uh, but he'll call a spade a spade when he needs to. He'll 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 sell he'll tell the person what he believes is right. And if the other person is wrong, he say, "Hey, dude, you're wrong. You should you should have probably thought about this." But his disposition is so good, and I think that he's the right guy for the uh, for the job. And, and another thing too, I believe is I I think that a lot of these guys they really respect Lars. And when you respect you know when you respect your boss, you know you listen to him, and 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 what they say goes a long way. So. I think Lars is the guy for the position, but nevertheless, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Dude, can you imagine had we had this perfect storm in Supercross? Little different scenario. They don't. You got to run it up in on the dude every now and again in Supercross. Yeah. It yeah. would get very interesting under the same mm-hmm. tent in Supercross for sixteen rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we were we were talking about it uh, today. Again on Title Twenty Four. Yeah, cover yeah, all we, the good we, shit. I just copied your stuff. No, well, we got we got to get it out before you guys <laughs> do because you guys got all. Because we're the nah, nobody listens. Edge. Nobody right, listens. It, we so we were talking about it was uh, you know like what you can get away with and I feel like Supercross you can't get a, you no. you can't hang it out as much like you can with outdoors so. That's what I like about the uh, the outdoors is you know you can get away with with hanging it out. So to learn, I feel like for Jet, I think I like what he did. I like how he did one more year in the 250, and then open up his 450 career in the outdoor motocross season because you know he can, he'll be able if he's not as precise, he's able to get away from those mistakes. You know. Was that one of your That's things, Ricky, that you've said in the past? Um, maybe to hold on to that to those 250 years a little bit longer than than to be in a rush to move up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jet yeah. probably could have came on up a little sooner. Yeah, he could have. Um, I feel like Jet is a little bit different. I think he had plateaued um, in the 250 class. I, I, I don't feel like 
was he being challenged? Of course he was. Every single weekend, these guys throw their leg over a motorcycle, or every single day, there's always a challenge. The track is always different. It's never always the same because of the conditions, and uh, you know it's on dirt. Things are forever changing, so there's always a challenge. But I just feel like the how he was progressing, and he had accomplished everything he needed to accomplish, and 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 he was ready. Um, you know, and I talk about it for myself, like the reason that I think I should have stayed back uh, one more year in the in the 125, which now 250. I just I needed that extra year of winning a regional championship. I just needed, you know, even though, you know, I, I won all the races in 98, I still needed still needed to log some more laps. And I needed to race the opposite coast in the 250 with no pressure, you know, just go in there and, and learn and not have the win where that wasn't the case for me. You know, I, I went undefeated and next year I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm not going to get any better in the, in the 125 class. So it's just time to move on up. And, you know, that's where if you, if you can't win in the 250 class, it's hard as hell to win in the 450 class yeah, <laughs> because yeah. all those guys for the most part are 250 champions. And so, no, yeah. no, no, no. So it's it's tough. So, yeah. you know, but everyone has their their opinions, and and that's fine. You know, well, you know but uh, I think I think if you'd stayed down another year, you you probably would have had a pretty pretty good career. So much yeah. better. <laughs> yes, I think it was, maybe you would have had three been, undefeated seasons, right? Outdoors, it would have it would have been a lot of fun. Uh, I but I do I, I it would have been nice to yes in '99 race the western region and then race the east east side on the 250s and then still race the 250s in in outdoor that would have been that would have been perfect and that that's what i should have done so yeah. but you can't hey we can't turn back the clock can oh, we just no. three crappy th- perfect seasons <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know i think one of the things for me is like you were the toughest like meanest you to me it's almost like a some of these fighters that are like a super nice guy or whatever, but when you get in the ring, you know, there's that dog. You know what I mean? Person. Like, and so yeah. you are super humble about stuff and you don't, you know, you don't just come out and say, Hey, I'm the baddest that ever lived. You know what I mean? Like you don't come oh. out, like you're super humble, but I think like not being Dude. humble for a second, everybody talks about the Supercross where you, where you passed McGrath. Like and that was kind of, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that was it. I think yeah. it was on uh the Tonight Show, wasn't it? The Tonight Show, yeah. <laughs> when you beat when you oh, beat McGrath on Jay Leno, bitch. That's when the tide. Yeah, I wanted to beat him there too. I, I wanted to beat him there. Like, yeah, I know they were yeah. like an exhibition, and McGrath was everything, and and Carmichael's I'm like, man, park this fuck that. I'm gonna <laughs> win. I'm gonna park him. You damn right. I parked I'm Ricky on Jay damn I I went there to win the Jay Leno Cup. That is great. Yeah, the Jay Leno. Yeah, we did. We did. It was. Uh, I appreciate those words and do. And I've talked about it before. I did on the, when I was, did Sam Jones off camera. You know, like I was, I, like I was scared of losing. You know, and I never. I knew that I worked hard. I knew that I had a great. If I if I did everything right in the race, I had just as good of a chance to win the race as as anyone else that didn't mean that i i never went in there saying i'm gonna win 
ever. I always went in there saying, I hope that I win. Cause you have to, you have to remember like my mom and dad, you know, they had just taught me never get complacent. And you know, these guys are racing to beat you. They want to beat you just as bad as you want to win. So, you know what, the minute you let your guard down, that's the minute, that's the, that's the time that they may, may be able to beat you. So you better, better not count anyone out. And dude, that stuck with me my absolute whole career. Didn't mean I wasn't confident. I knew that I had a great shot to win, but I never really truly believed it. Every single race I went to, I never believed it until, you know, like five laps, six laps to go. I I want to give you that same opportunity because feeding off of Nick's question. um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, you watched the last dance with Michael Jordan. I absolutely, I'm sure you did. But, dude, he was just the epitome of what a freaking death – death note can be like he was uh he had that never say die attitude whatever so um when Mm -hmm. i i would love to get you about 12 beers and just let you talk about those two summers of just beating the absolute shit out of guys on motorcycles no no i wouldn't want to record it but i just want to hear you talk frankly (laughs) frankly about oh yeah i would absolutely wipe the floor well you know and the other part of that is i I was going to say and we talked about this a little bit earlier before you came on too that I remember one time you saying, I hate losing way more than I enjoy winning. Yep, you were the 100%. first person I ever heard say that. And I've heard some elite athletes from other big, big sports mm-hmm. since then Olympic say it. Sports. But you were, the, you were the first one that I ever heard say, listen, I just hate to lose. I don't care about winning. I, I just don't want to lose. That's right. You're, you're 100% right. I was scared to lose. And you, you, you know, yep. I hated to lose more than I enjoyed winning because, you know, if I didn't win, I was I was I was upset with myself and people like, okay, well, why didn't you win? You should have won, you know, and then when I did win, it's like, hey, good job. You did what you're supposed to do. Oh, I I was. (laughs) We also talked about the the first time that I ever met you or saw you or whatever. And I was actually with Sean Dukes. We were at Itch Connie and you were there and Mm -hmm. you were walking around. We were all talking and yeah. We were with another friend of ours, and uh, when you're and I don't know, you were like maybe eleven or twelve. Yeah, I was probably eleven or twelve back yeah. in the Chicani days. And when uh, Shay pulled the whole shot, right, and so he mm-hmm. comes around, and he's in front of you, and one of the guys standing there in our group goes, "Oh God, that's going to be ugly for Shay," because <laughs> he just knew <laughs> this twelve-year-old assassin. <laughs> he just about- knew that you were going to assassinate hey. him a corner or two later to get by. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that dude, hey, Shea could ride a motorcycle, man. He he could ride a motorcycle. And, and you know, we talked about, you know, Brownie, me going up to, to Muddy Creek and racing him and all that stuff. Now, now, now I rewind the clock and going to Ichikani and Hillbilly Hills. Oh, yeah. Even like the Gold Cup or the Winter Ams when Shea would come down that way. You knew it was just going to be, it was going to be a damn barn burner every single weekend. Yep. And there wasn't a time that... When I went to one of those races, did I think, man, I got it today? I was just like, damn, I got to ride my ass off today. <laughs> that dude, one on the Chrome KX80s at Loretta's, yeah. maybe Shea might Yeah, what was that, 95, I think? I got 95. 95 had to be 95 because you were on a big bike. 96. It was 96 big bike. It was 95. Games. Yeah, you lapped yeah. my brother. His, like, look, so we're there in 96 in the A class, and Kyle goes, look, I just want to go a damn moto. Without getting laughed by Ricky Carmichael. I mean, that's my career that's goal. That's a true story. He, I think he got one out of six. And he goes, and it was the only one he got was because you laid your bars he down crashed. on your, oh, you laid your bars down on the right. gas tank. And you, that's the bars right. rotated down and 
Kyle got the got edge. it. Nobody needs to know that. Though. Got it. Well, there <laughs> you, you know made it happen. <laughs> One yeah. of my other. Hey, hey, Kevin, you you were talking about uh, you know when you look at the videos, and we we were talking we were talking about this the other day is uh, you know all this buzz about how you know why are people so many people get hurt blah 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 the track designs and obstacles and all that, and I think there's an element to that for sure. But the one thing is is as you guys know the the bikes are just like no one talks about the bikes being so fast compared to yes i always i always hear say oh the tr- there there's too many races or the tracks messed up or the tracks this okay you, right the the track they could do this over here they could do this for the record i've hated dragon backs my my whole life i hated them why cuz i sucked at them i'm sure if you talk to reedy he probably didn't give a damn about them cuz he was good to them i hated big whoops especially later on in my career I love big whoops on 125s, but at the end of the day, like, dude, you you watch videos. We were going so much slower, and one thing that hasn't changed, and that's gravity. So when you're going faster and you hit the deck, it's you know, it's it's logic, you know, it's physics. It is going to there the end. There's going to be a bigger impact, and it's going to hurt more. Yeah, I mean the that, racing. The I racing mean, is no better. The racing was just as awesome on two strokes with you know to, detune them, whatever you got to do. Nobody wants to go slower. that fast. We don't want to go 85 miles an hour. No. Nobody has any <laughs> no. business. Doing I mean, that. riding a, a 70 horsepower. I almost no. like I taught, and and I own one, and I can't ride my way out of a wet paper bag, but. There's no reason they sold me a 60 horsepower 450. Yeah, like I'm not qualified, and and so but, yeah. neither. But here like, you are, you have one, you are, but, and I own one. But I used to say same thing like about a Hayabusa or whatever. You know, yeah. Anybody with a driver's license yeah. can go buy something to get killed on. That's sport bike. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? You don't need that, but like, I mean, what is the end game here? Like, all right, let's give them a hundred horsepower. Why? Like, who is asking for it? I don't know anybody. I'm like, man, if I only had. 37 more horsepower <laughs> on this four fucking 50. No, nobody wants yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, when we were, hey, when I was racing, I'd be like hoping, like, man, I hope there ain't something on here where I have to do this gnarly jump, you know? Mm-hmm. Where now, I feel like when they, when they're walking the track, they're like, "Yeah, man, I think I can do this. I think I can do this." And the I was thinking about what I what I don't want to do. do. I'm like, "Man, I hope I don't have to do this." <laughs> right? It's just a different. And I think because of the power that they have, they know that they can do it. You know, it's like freestyle motocross. These dudes, like, if then you know, if they don't, if they don't have a career-ending crash. They, hey. What don't won't what don't kill you? You can keep on going, right? It's nuts. It's unnecessary. It's crazy. It's unnecessary. I think at some point maybe it'll, maybe they'll go back at Feld and look at like, all right, what what can we do? Like, it's the you, displacement problem. No, I don't. Well, hold Such up though. Charge. I like I don't not not necessarily not Feld. Feld I'm saying like the, the motorcycles. No, the OEMs, the manufacturers correct. are making the motorcycles. Well, what I, I say so. whoever's whoever's governing this and says, all right, well let's just yeah three fifties and let's just say a, just a max horsepower it, yeah. of this and. I promise you the racing will be just as good. I promise you it will be because it was 100% just as good. it will. It 100% it will. It may have even been better because I think the bikes are so good now that it probably – It fixes a lot of mistakes that you should be able Correct. You should pay the price and not be able to jump that. Yeah, when you guys are riding 250s – That you definitely couldn't My brother knocked all his lap. teeth out trying to jump a damn triple yeah, on, a 125. on a 125. Dude, hey, hey, you know uh, – uh, RV was was spot on the other week about uh, Eli. He says, "Dude, in elevation, 
on a two-stroke, it would have been super, super, super hard to even get up over that jump tabletop and onto the backside like that just because of the slow horsepower. Therefore, you know, you can't get that momentum going and you don't have those those G-forces and you just don't have that raw speed. So if something does go wrong, you know, the impact is going to be less with the slower speed. So anyhow, even I, like we, the- we, I don't you, we can sit here and talk about it's that all night. Yeah. Right. Even like it's in Loretta's, expected. the videos we were watching earlier, it almost They're like slow, aren't yeah, they? It, well, it <laughs> almost looks like a like if you watch Loretta's now, it's like a C class. It almost looks like a, a road race compared to what it was then. Oh, now yeah, it's super it's rough. Like Ricky can, Ricky I mean, can the the bikes are, you know, what I mean, just everybody's it's different. It's smoother, faster. I mean, it looks like they're racing on the road compared to what it was back then. Everybody yeah. getting beat. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and that's where. Yeah, they definitely there aren't as many tight corners as there used to be, especially at Loretta's. Yeah. I remember, I mean, back remember back in the day, Hair w- weaving back and forth in those trees. They yeah. had awesome ruts. You probably barely got out of second gear. It was great. It looked now like second gear in the video speeds. for sure. A class looked like yeah. C class these days. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, no Ricky, doubt. Ricky, was so. there one time I talked to Marty Smith, and he mm-hmm. told me that in 1976 he had a fuel injected 250. And was mm-hmm. there ever something that you got to test that you knew was never going to make production, but it was something that maybe you just, the fact they he threw might be, He might be doing that right now. You don't even know. No. Well, I think he no, probably no, is. No, I haven't. No, no but I just, I I'm talking old days. I, you don't have to break news. Uh, I'm yeah, talking the one old thing stuff. I did to, no, so the one thing I didn't, because most of the stuff had already been implemented okay. by, by the time that I got, even in 97 and then, 98 and then when i went to like like factory cowie factory honda and then suzuki that would have been the time where i would be trying like real retro like real forward thinking stuff right like of fuel injection i did get to try fuel injection uh before they were able to race it i never got to race with it i wish i could so i did get to try it but they went on to put it into production the only thing i would say that i got to try that probably had legs but never got uh, implemented in production is I got to try um, dual front disc, uh, radial front discs, uh, brakes, which was pretty cool. Um, Raj wanted to try it just for uh, friction on the front tire and the front wheel. He hated how like the the brakes, the brakes would drag a little. And uh, so we had radial, small radial discs, one on the left side, one on the front side, small little calipers. Yeah, it was really, really trick. Uh, the wheel had no resistance on it, but dude, you guys wouldn't believe it, it was non-rideable. I actually fell using it <laughs> so uh, good. In, a, in a, in a, in a, uh, 90 degree flat corner because just that little bit of drag that the brake, uh, puts on that disc, it lows that front just yeah. to, just enough to give you, give you some grip, lateral grip when you're leaning the bike over and this didn't, and it rolled free and the, and the bike just handled a different way. And I, I could never come to grips with it. And Raj wanted it to work so bad. And I felt bad, you know, just saying, man, I just, I, I can't get it right. I can't get it right. So that was the one, one trick part. So he didn't uh, that, break uh, out a Reby quadrilateral front end right there on the spot. Say, let's try yeah. one of these. Hold on, I got one of these. You want to swing arm for your <laughs> no. front end? <laughs> no, he didn't. I thank God he didn't. But yeah, yeah hey, but that was it was pretty cool to see that. So yeah. You, you cool rode you rode that. three different brands. Did you was there ever a time where you were like, all right, I'm on a Honda. Man, I really want to ride one of those. Insert bike here. Did you ever just jump on a bike? Yeah, hundred percent. Two thousand three I wanted to ride the YZ two fifty. And did you no. love it? Oh, wow. Did you love it? 
Uh, I rode it. Yeah, I actually rode Brock Sellers was at the house at the time I rode his bike. And of course, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be just by listening, listening to it, getting beat by it, watching it. You could see and listen and watch how it worked. And then you hopped on it and it worked exactly like you thought it was going to work. And you're like, damn, okay. it actually helped me mentally. It helped me mentally because I'm like, all right. I got to work. Yes, I could be better, but yes, this this is where I know it's better than my bike and mm. I just have to manage what I got. So, but I will tell you the best one of the best bikes that I ever rode was that CRF 450, 120%. That thing was like um uh, in a league of its own. Wow. There it is. Good I, bike. I don't think I don't think we can do much more than that. I think I'm going to let you go. That was an <laughs> I awesome. appreciate it. No, no, we appreciate yeah. it, dude. <laughs> Luckily yeah. Hey, I like how you go. came out. We just, we rolled right into it. None of the fluff and buff. No, like, let's go. Hey, dude, will you be, yeah, no, let's go. Let's get after it. Nobody cares about me or <laughs> no, they care about you. And... Start shifting gears, bro. <laughs> we had a whole segment on Burgundy Z71s, but we just didn't. No. <laughs> we didn't want to ask <laughs> hey, you. Three wheelers, Donnie hey, Banks. It's funny. Hey, funny you guys talk about that because, uh, uh, I saw one last week and I told my son, he, 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 that my kids drive now and I was riding with him and I'm like, Oh dude, oh, I said, that thing looks identical <laughs> to my first, wide first rally wheels. In fact, like four years ago, one of my dear friends he used to drive my bus, boo, you guys might remember him, yeah. Kel, uh, Kevin, you might, yeah. he's like, dude, I saw your old Z 71. It's at this location. He told me <laughs> where it was in town. I went by to try to check it out. And I think it was, Oh, it's I gotta have it. Was, You're going to going to capture your youth again and buy that thing back (laughs) no blast from the past no (laughs) doubt no doubt well boys i appreciate it my man thank you guys for having me on i'm uh, very very lucky that was i had a lot of fun had having this much fun a long time all right we'll call you back tomorrow yep (laughs) all right yeah no problem you got the numbers every day from now on for seven o'clock yes all right see you thanks ricky thanks dude so, was, he was what was his name again? Ricky Carmichael? Chad Reed. He's Chad. still humble. Dude, dude he's still, he most, he never lets on that he's the greatest of all time. I know, I but he's a like he's the most humble guy, like nice like I love him so much more now. He's the best. And I already did. I mean he I mean I already thought the guy was awesome, but but he is like he's humble, but man, he's got that dog in him. You, you know what I mean? It. Like if yeah. you like he's he's got it. And oh, like we look, were talking about when he's done announcing and doing TV work. When you can finally just crack open this beer and tell me how badass you are, just let it go. I don't because you weren't. And dude. I knew when I rolled up. My God, ain't nobody gonna beat me. 20, he won twenty four straight motos. Get the fuck out of here. At I mean, twenty three, do, do you that? think you he know, was dude. wondering, could I do it? Think oh, I can I get so. one more? And guess what? The next year he won against Stu because I just watched the highlight package. He only yeah. lost like two rounds, dude. Unbelievable. Well, he three re- straight he, years he outdoors. Re- he retired killing him that yeah, year. Yeah, he, he, he retired leading the points for a couple of rounds after Bud's Creek, which was his last. Still had a few rounds you know, after. if you want to jump back in a couple rounds after you retire, I guess You're I'll cool finish with it taking off. the summer off and racing MSD in for us, man. We <laughs> he need did. You. I mean, and I know it sounds like we're hanging from his ball, but whatever, dude. The guy was a badass. Oh, he that he doesn't comes from, apply to Ricky but he Carmine. changed He's the baddest of all. Listen, time. he changed the sport of motocross like like Mark Barnett did. Yeah, and he well, took it another level. Yeah, and you think about fitness. like another sport. Like I feel like Tiger Woods, who is older than. Ricky is. Yeah, Ricky was black too, so he, he I totally and always that. using but that number three wood. You know, everybody changed. would overlook it and That's go right. for the driver. Boom. But they're good. like he changed because he started so young and all so disciplined, and all that. Yes. And then when Carmichael came along, man, he changed the sport. Like it wasn't. I'm not saying by any means that he was not 
as talented or the most talented. He didn't go to the river. But those, those boys were going to the lake and the river. And yeah, all those guys were winning stuff. on talent, and yeah. you know, and just who was the fastest. All of a sudden, we he don't came and had a program, and he win. was yeah, he was yeah. he he changed it, and to be that humble and that nice. But those, when you get when he puts a helmet on, that's over. He's gonna kill. He's gonna kill you. Man, I, yeah, like I said, I, I we Weege and I had dinner with him and Lee Diffie, and I was gonna get into that, like, and not to totally change the subject, but Lee Diffie. Gets such a shitty rap. Lee Diffie is as core as you, us three, yeah. that you dumbasses sitting listening to our dumbass. <laughs> Lee Diffie is a citizen of the United, a citizen of the United States. Lives in the Northeast. Loves moto. Has all the dirt bikes, all his classic motorcycles. And I, I don't understand this man's rap. I don't get why people don't. He is great. He does the Olympics. He know. He yes, does he's a next everything. Level he is fantastic. Like because he's not from here. Is it that, is that what is it that is, it? the redneck? Because his shit's good. His information's good. He's well, passionate. I don't get boys from around By these God, You don't talk about dirt bikes like that. Like, what are you doing? I, I wanted to get into that because we spent a, two bottles of wine over that, and it wasn't Lee. It was us. There are occasions, though, when it's it's an accent for every position, and I, I think, well, there's no one in America that is from here that can announce the sport. He's knowledgeable though. I can overlook his accent for days because a proper king's English it. accent. I mean, it's yeah. great. It's beautiful. I mean, I like Old Testament, you know, on my <laughs> motocross. The KIV dog. <laughs> king's International version. <laughs> and so, anyway. Thou shalt take the whole shot. A proper start for young Chase Sexton overtaking the finest riders here that America has to offer. Chase Sexton. Quite possibly the greatest rider from the Illinois tri-state area. I'm like, come on, man, cut the gossip. But in the slide. GPs, they would be like, oh uh, no, no, oh he needs oh, it. it goes the Americans struggling with uh, wherever the latitude is. There, they don't do geometry well. The metric system provides problems as well. And when the rain falls, they have another excuse. Sam, yeah, me and Don Collins have done our full. I love they it. They are superior. It oh, can... here we go, the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans out front again, and then they would be like, but Cairo Lee bringing up ninth place, really putting in a Fantastic charge. Fantastic ride here for They the would Europeans. announce ninth place the whole time. Meanwhile, the American <laughs> is gone. Let me well, tell we you, don't talk about that part. You know, from that conversation, I'll tell you a little thing that you did, may or may not have noticed that, that Carmichael's got that dog in him is when we were talking about Chase following – Oh, he knows that. He's thinking about that way different. We're thinking like Chase got beat. Man, he yeah. got beat. No, he's, he's, like, he's thinking a non-school was in why, session. Yeah. What an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like he looked at that second no, place. He just said that man got beat by 20-something, however much, the first one, a five, six, yeah. whatever, and he just fixed that real quick yeah. And he, in he a matter of 30 minutes. Like an opportunity to come back next week stronger. Yeah, so you know what I mean? If what he says, if they go back and – Chase gets an overall next weekend. Now we've got something. Yeah, Ricky now. saw that as like a positive. Yes. Yeah, you got correct. to learn from your competitor. That's right. Sure. Yeah, we're not even over here going, oh, no, he got beat. Yeah. It's, it's not Ricky, that simple. Ricky, and we talk about people that retired folks. Oh, yeah. Dude, Ricky retired. Carmichael retired. Damon Bradshaw. Yeah. Jeremy McGrath. Chad Reed. James. Like he, I mean, when I say retired, he just, I won. You could not beat yeah. me at any time. Did you beat me heads up? This dude, he won 100%. 10 consecutive championships he won 80 percent of his races 80 percent like if you bat if you hit a baseball 30 percent of the time what you go to the hall of fame you're a hall of famer you you bat 800 they 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 create a whole wing for you it blows my mind that he sees things in jet that makes him think 
Jet could he approach could his numbers. He could be already. Because oh. if I was Jet, I wouldn't want to hear that from Ricky Carmichael. Heck no. <laughs> but like, I just want to race and focus on today. Look, you know, the, it's funny that we had our rank them. Wildest riding styles, Ricky was in it. Fastest riding style, he was in it. Yeah. His riding style does not lend itself to put up strings, long runs like of poetry. races. Well, no, because no, he, no, he looked like he, gets he was hurt. on his he limit, get hurt. and he should, he should get, get hurt. hurt. Yes. He should crack. Well, he wasn't the, the physically the stature wasn't there. For, I mean, he wasn't a tall guy. He wasn't a lanky guy. Mm-hmm. He couldn't you know what I mean? Well, I'm just saying his riding style. Like you, you think wild. You think, all right, that's going to be a short career, but it's going to be fun as shit to watch. Well, there was a lot of yeah, off track was, flying he, off the bike. But he, I mean, early but he, on, but he, but he did that. He figured it out, which is it doesn't he make sense. He crashed a lot. He that did. First he crashed a shit ton. Year. Yes, his Supercross series. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah. crashed a lot. But then the next year he goes, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I figured good. it out. And he makes it work. Holy yeah. shit! And boy, did he ever. You know, the funny thing is, like we were talking about, how competitive and how meticulous he is he's like yeah I, I just needed one more year i would have been you know what i mean that would have been four what three years of I just he just came off a perfect supercross season he goes you know i'll probably i, I just you know had a perfect I season. wrong here's what i did Ugh, i just didn't race out, out <laughs> only west. won every race that's so I, tactical though i, I mean i i, I he's always thinking this guy. Like he's that. our jordan he's our jordan he is an he assassin is. and he's just filthy yeah it's, yep. it's, you want I mean, him to have that ball, and or the you bike. can remember though during the McGrath era, there was years where you're That's like, "So boring." We know McGrath. Whole shot, win. he won, awesome. But then the tides turn, and you're like, "Hell yes. Let's see him keep winning because this dude broke every record, but, and but Ricky what, was the same way. And Ricky said something to that when he said, "Man, Sexton, like Ricky got to come in and cruise for a year or two, three, and then he finally got some heat from Reed and then Stu yeah. and Wyndham and all those guys. But shit, this dude's like." I got one year about to yeah, whatever I got two one one and I fucking and slugged I it out with this kid. guy and barely lost and now I got this guy who's gonna dog he's gonna be my to Eli who's number two all time yes and and that's who Chase had to face cool you know the so difference now just think about this next hey, the difference between us and Eli is Eli's probably sitting home going damn I wish I was right in the middle of that he does and oh I, he does oh, where yeah. would he be would and he I'd be won? sitting there going oh, he'd be in the mix yeah would he have gotten second I'd be sitting there going he would I don't want any of that. <laughs> oh, I'm tired, man. My neck hurts. Could you imagine that no matter how hard you worked, there were as it's soon always. as you took a blink, take and a just Look to the side. Oof, oh, somebody's here. We are. My spot. Dang it. That yeah, just there's happened. no. I mean, there's no. But uh, so yeah. the fact that Sexton is leaving that that team, that's some thought that like like he knows he knows Hunter's going to jump up and ride with Jet. Sexton's going to hop off, and jump on a KTM, and that will just. Like being under that same tent, I, I'm with him, man. I don't, I don't want any part. Yeah, of but that. how do you leave a bike that's working that well for you? That's pretty scary. You know what I mean? That's exactly. a scary deal. And like how that will this new bike work? For yeah, I'd that's be going what to I'm Roger. Saying. I'm like, look, dude, bro, we got Can all you build summer. Me a steel frame all Honda? summer, figure this shit out, yeah. and they will throw everything yeah, they, they got at it. They're a pretty gnarly company. If I was going to go to a company, and Ricky did it, resources. Yeah, man. is that still a rumor? Is that for sure? Yeah, it's happening. I think it's happening. Do they? Uh, what do you think the closest teammate Ricky ever had? Can you think of any teammate that was? Ricky had a even, teammate. Yeah, yeah, he did have some teammates. Ivan probably. Ivan maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the closest. Because he was he a Cal Naughton to him. Yeah, it's right. Like, look, I need you to get second every time. I need time you to get I some team. thirds, maybe. I'll hey, work out a second. Hey, for Ricky, you. what do you think if I win one? <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. I can't do that. Kyle. Hey, man, how do you work his stereo here? I'm in your house now. Man, come on, man. Man, I like my Jesus with the party in the front. Or how was that? What was that? Yes. Hey, sir, can you figure out how to turn the stereo up wide open while you're watching TV? Why would you talk? To- I'm telling you. Because I, I like to party. Because I like to party. <laughs> Why am I still talking oh, to you? Oh, man. Oh, you got married already? That's so great. <laughs> Stupid. 
Oh, that was good, man. I could I could talk Ricky Carmichael stuff. I mean, especially because we're from the southeast, and finally, he turned the tide on West Coast. The Tupac and Biggie. Oh, you can yeah. only live in California it, to bro. win Moto. That shit's changed. Guess what? Guess you can what? only Bitches. live in Florida. The El Cajon hey. zone is. Yeah. <laughs> and he changed that, too. I mean, he, he, yeah. he changed that. He I've, did. I mean, I'm telling you, I can remember plain as day walking around. Uh, Cycle News, we don't give a damn how you do it on the West and the, uh, him being like 11, 12 years old. And hell yeah. Everybody's like, oh, he's the man. You know what I mean? And then you see him riding, you're like. You look at him, Whoa. you're like, that guy's the man. It's like Greg Maddox. When you look at Greg Maddox, you're like. That that's one of the greatest. That's Sawin, right? Yeah. Seriously, he's kind of a frumpy whatever. Oh, yeah. But he is an assassin. But he's an elite athlete. Yeah. Ricky came to uh, Inchicon or no, uh, Lazy River one time in that Burgundy Z seventy one by himself, and raced an area qualifier. I don't know why. He sat on the bleachers in between motos, and everybody's like, oh, "There he is." Don't talk to him. That's Ricky. You know, and it's Did just right? panic time. He was in a, at Aonia in the regional, right? I think. I mean, I can't remember the regional. He, he raced. We you really think I made we it to the regional? Silver Dollar sure. or Paradise one time he was there. Riding it was the when the first year I think they came out with the 105 or back out with the 105, KX 105. Production. Yeah. And yeah. uh oh, Super Mini, huh? And KX he was like somebody else was there, like Nate Ramsey or somebody. Nathan he, was there. He was on a uh what's his name? What uh God, what's Magnum's? McConville? Yeah, Magnum Ma- Mike McConville McConville. had a team that he Yeah, that's right. And it was Nathan was on it. And it was at Buena Vista because we watched Buena Vista. We watched, but that's Hidden Canyon. No, sir. Buena Vista, Hidden Canyon. Maybe it was, but this Buena Vista is black dirt. It's beautiful dirt. Yeah, black dirt. Beautiful dirt. And that's where Mike Tyson got knocked out by uh, Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas the night before. Because we watched Buena Vista, Georgia. No, he was uh, on the car tonight. So (laughs) the night before is a pay per view. We watched it the night before. Carmichael was was with him. Yeah, Carmichael was going. We were in somebody's house. I don't know how. I don't know how we wound up this house. There was no VRBOs. There was nothing like that. Like we were just in a like a cabin or a house. We stayed in a block hotel. It had cinder block walls. All I know is Dwayne Dwayne Loman was with us. And this dude had breath. He could shoot a three-point with his breath. He could Brett, knock you, you could out see the breath. from 21 feet. He would be like, hey, you got some hot dogs in there? You're like, wow. Why all these H words, Dwayne? 21 feet. I dude. just remember he was on that 105 running faster lap times yes. than Nathan Ramsey was on the big bikes. And when he came around like the finish line jump, they had a, like you were standing right on it and knack-knacked on that 105. And everybody mm. was like, there you go. dude. For some reason, 105s or any super mini is the. Uh, it, I love those little bikes. I do too. I, do, I love, I love to watching like Carson Brown ride one of those things. Yeah, it's cool. Do you remember AC set the lap time for the week at Loretta's that year on oh, the super, super mini. mini? It was the fastest lap of the week. Maybe that's what I should get. Super mini. You need a super Dude, mini. Why not? <laughs> Dude, we had a grown. Can you ride grown? a super mini in the vet class? I don't think they care, man. They're not going to protest. Know. That's you. a great question. Just line up and aim at my. If Brown. I can prove that I'm just as slow on it, doesn't matter. Because <laughs> well, you're not a safety issue. Well, I'm a safety issue now, but I'm on a big bike, so that wouldn't stand out. Safety. If I'm a, if I was a safety issue on a super mini, it would probably stand. It would at, draw attention. We had a vet guy at Bremen. This is way early. Kyle could attest to this. That what was his name? He rode a super mini. 30 years old, Why? straight up. Just ripped. Was he tiny? No, nah, he was lightweight, yeah. Probably 5'4". Like he, he was probably having his more pr- fun than anybody Prototypical <laughs> super, super mini, mini size. Rider. Yeah, he weighed nothing. Yeah, race it. God, what was his name? Steve something, but yeah. Anyway. That's cool. I thought about it today when I was walking in the garage. I was walking by my 450 and then that little air-cooled CRF 250F, and I thought, I what if be. I just showed up down there and Why I was not? like, 
dude, I got the wrong fucking bike. Crap. I did not hold the motor. Hold your hand up. Can I go get my other? I loaded the wrong bike. Yeah, I'll be right back. So, can y'all hold the gate? Oh, I probably wouldn't. I would like to take that little twenty-three horsepower bike versus the sixty horsepower bike. Yeah, the sixties might cause issues. I could really bet you that I'm not that much slower on the other bike. What's the other bike? A little CRF two fifty L. The fuel injected. Oh, the cheese ball model, the L. No, it's this like what? It's not the street. It's a. It's the air cooled like old like what used to be an XR. Like an XR. Yes. Okay. I'll bet, but it we're only so makes old. We don't even horsepower. know what the new ones are know. called. We own them, but oh, we don't know. It's fuel injected. Yeah, with it's a 19, fuel injected XR. It's, it's got fuel injection with 1970 suspension Ooh. tech on it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you, you know, you were talking about, and that was a great question when you asked Ricky, did you ever ride a bike with some crazy technology or whatever? Mm-hmm. I remember when Unitrack was being developed, and the only reason I know is because Ray Paget was just some crazy engineer hack guy. He was my building dad, that shock. My dad knew. Yes, he built the shock. And so this guy built a shock, and ultimately Kawasaki bought it from him, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, he, he, he built Six Flags in Nashville. He ran our equipment for us. Okay. And he had a kid in that race as well. But I remember this mono shock popping around way, way before it Way ever before there was a unit yes. And he had it, and he had the technology. He did it. Kevin Thompson rode one of his shocks. Okay. He had a. This is uh, probably 80, 1980. Okay, so like by 85 or so. 83 he, is when it hit. But I he believe. just had a, not the you know the design for Unitrack, but he had just a, a shock, shock without a spring on it. It was like a right. nitrogen. And Kevin rode it a couple of times and it would work really, really well and then just get hot until it, it blew out. Until it faded. And just because locked, there's no spring. It would just lock up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah, I remember he, this guy, I think he. He also had a house that he cooled with um, sprinklers on his roof. I remember hearing that story. Yeah, I've that, heard of that. That he cooled his house with it. So I've heard of people heating their pools, pumping the pool water up to the roof, a, and letting it run back and forth on a grid. On and a, back I've heard pool. heating the pool with black PVC pipe. Yeah. Just poly, just run it through the black and just run PVC. Through the black and it hits your pool about 130 degrees. Yeah. I have a neighbor that did that. One yeah. of our friends, I've seen it. He has a little pump. He throws it in his pool. Pumps into this black thing like this. I had coil. the mechanic that did that, and it works. Ran Dude, it he, up to the roof. He's in. A, he's in now. there in a month earlier and earlier than you are. And he didn't pay much for that heat. No. Like you're not running a gas heater. No, it's just a little. little oh, it cost me four hundred dollars to get her up to. Yeah, he's in I ran my whole house in fake fur. Wow, so uh, you just kill a bunch of animals. Yeah, keeps it fake just, animals. Yeah, I want to kill some. I'm like halfway All around. Those bear. It came from Patagonia, <laughs> mammoth. I'm like a quarter. I'm a quarter away around it with squirrels that I've ran over. Hell yeah, a quarter of the way. Constantly hey, so, hitting the brakes. So I want to I want to touch on some races that everybody should do. Like we all know, I preach Mammoth to all yep. my East Coast buddies. I preach Baja Bra to all my buddies, and I also preach. But Vintage. Baja is the roughest track it, on the planet. But that track planet. is bitching. It is. That track is bitching. But the bumps a, there. Mammoth uh, was at least slightly enjoyable. No, and it Mammoth was still rough. Rough. Mammoth's awesome. Mammoth, Mammoth gets awesome. rough too. And the result, like the location Millington. is incredible. Yes. Uh, um, and I will say Vintage Motorcycle Days is a must race. BMD. You've done it. Dude, I've done it. And I want you to do it because it's when such it's, a great party. It's, it's July, July or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm announcing it. Dude, you want to come? Now, stay it in my is room? super fun, Nick. I mean, that is it's the a most party, fun. Dude. It's I a got party. To, we parked next door to Billy Lyles, and I got to Ugh. sit there and just ask him questions. I'm gonna he take... can speak languages when his country accent. Parlez-vous <laughs> français, son. <laughs> yeah, you said he speaks like several. He said seven languages. I mean, he he threw it all out there for me. He threw some he Italian job and as an French, interpreter. Portuguese. <laughs> I had an like uncle that was an interpreter, and he only spoke seven languages. Well, maybe know. it was Billy Lyles. Maybe, maybe it was Billy. By God, he's Lyles. my uncle. Billy Lyles. Maybe, wow. but 
Do yeah. vintage motorcycle days. I'll have the KX125 ready for Dude, that. And you'll see former legends oh, yeah, at VMD. Yeah, they have a, several marshals. And dude, what's fun about it is the AMA is they put it on. They put it on. So you would think, there's rules. We got rules here. But it's dude, pretty it's the lax. loosest. It's day in the dirt. It's worse than day in the dirt. It's, like, I say worse in a great way. It is so damn fun and loose. And yeah. I, I highly recommend that The race. swap meet take you like three days yes. on a golf cart to get that, through it. The swap meet is, I will say, it's five football fields. Mm-hmm. And you'll zigzag. And you, if you're looking for a... Uh, rear axle bolt to a seventy-three. <laughs> I don't know. Pick yeah. a dumb, a obscure, you know, obscure motorcycle. Super it's there. Acer. It's there. Ace one hundred. I found a micro fish machine for from a Kawasaki dealership. Uh-huh. I found everything. Where's that KX two fifty A? Let me just slide that over here. Oh, yeah, I, it's I there. love that it, micro fish machine. Though. I used to look at that stuff just being bored. Yeah. That, the bad thing about the swap meet at Vintage Motorcycle Days is you will desert, determine that you need something. Everything. I got to have that three rail trailer. It's so I hard to, to go through there. Semi. Yeah, you need <laughs> a big flatbed to get home. Dude, people come there with that. They come there with a shit ton of bikes, and they also come there with a empty whatever to bring home all the bikes. And you know, Barber tried to make, and they try. They they, they have a nice event, but it, it is it not ain't that, Vintage dude. Motorcycle it Days, man. Dude, when I say there are fifty. And they count it's because I work for the for the damn event. There's fifty thousand people per day. It's incredible. Four straight days. And there's like vintage road racing, road racing, hair scramble, motocross, bike and shows. trials, bike shows. There's movies. There's the course marshals. There's there's like it. talks too. Mert like Lawwill was there. Like they bring speak, everybody. Yes. And you get to hear these legends, and they it's, it's they awesome. tell you like it is. I mean, it's, it's Ricky awesome. Twelve Beers Deep. And Please, son, I know I was I know I was best. <laughs> They pass me the ball. I just give it to That's him. That's Ricky at VMD in ten years. Ricky's, Please, Ricky's the guest. Finally, speaker. Ricky Carmichael, the keynote. He's had nineteen beers and bitch. I know I was the best. I won two damn years in a row without losing anything ever. That's so awesome. It and was I, a fun trip though, and the people are they're they're, they're awesome. cool because there. they're mostly older. Most of the group is older, they're all vintage, and they're reliving their childhood yeah. because here's that motorcycle. They every every you guy's first that. bike is there. My KD80 was there. I sent the pictures XR75 shitty ass red KD80. I'm like Kyle, look at this. Oh, what a piece of shit! I don't know, but it was our. It bike. was so crazy. How'd you keep shaped? from buying it, I dude? I know, that. I know. Every I, I bought my favorite BMX bike is downstairs right now. Like I bought, and it's nothing, but like it's. Means something to you. That's how I wound up with that '86 KX125. I was like, that was my, your deal. my first 125 was an '87. I saw your bike. Ooh, I guess '87, the, the all white logo with the little line through the yeah, top. Yeah, had just the line through I the just, seat. Like that dude, and we've talked about my painted DG pipe. But uh, I saw it like he pulled up and had a Blast DG pipe on it. I was like, oh, I'm on it. I don't. He was care like, why don't you paint that? Sold. No, I got a guy that'll paint it for me. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> overnight he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sleep through the. Day in, day day in, in the, the dirt. dirt, you both got to do those. You have to do both of those. I haven't done enough other, of the uh, other races, like some of the, the desert stuff. But yeah, what I've, what I've done, man, I'm, I'm really thankful that I've gotten to go out west because I used to give those guys shit. But Mammoth? Mammoth is unbelievable. That's the best trip I've ever had, and I told you that. I mean, I'll be driving down the road, and I'll just get to thinking about Mammoth, and I'll, that was the best vacation I've ever Your family, had. everybody needs to come. I've made it a point. I went a few times without my family before – Christine and I got married. I'm like, I will never, I don't want to ever the do this. The wives love it. Dude, she it's can go beautiful. run and race, run away from bears. And, get, and shop in town and spend yes. 600 on, yes. fake, on a pair of underwear, or, tank fur top. from a bear. Um, one thing, you know, Mammoth, the hardest thing was there's only so many vehicles that can park at the track. Right. 
So you're getting in that line to go up the mountain at like 2 a.m.? True story. And I would drive down there at one thirty. But, but in our defense, what time is it in Atlanta? I don't know. I had three hours. Four hours? No, Four thirty. So it's five. So you're... You yeah, I wasn't so, dying. No. I, I was fine. But I feel I feel sorry for the West Coast guys because they're for sure it's, it's, mid, it's the middle of the up night. Two a.m. Yeah. yeah, so I would just roll the seat back Lay and I would back. wait to hear the vehicles bow, bow. crank and they would roll in and they'd crank and I got in. So the reason it's that way because there's only about twelve acres, literally maybe maybe eight or ten. It's tiny. It might be less than that, honestly, because I know feels it feels like Calhoun sixty. I own Calhoun and we had thirteen acres. Is that really? 13 total, fence yeah. to fence with a track. Could so. you take a pit bike and ride it up there? No. People do. No, people, You there's a satellite parking lot. You roll in. If you want to park there, ride your dirt bike in with your... Carrying your chair and, and your, your cooler. And your shit. And maybe you got a buddy that's already in there early. That's the then pro move. Then you go put your stuff at his that's truck. That's the pro move. Kyle so did that. on the vet day, I got in. So I parked at the track, had my easy up. I was set. But on the, the kid day, so my kid's right. on a 125... We didn't make the cut, and we got there so early. But you know the mini bike parents and they're there the all day, that. They're like, no, early. we just stayed here from last week. So <laughs> I had to go up the mountain holding a gas can in yep. my left hand, a stand, and a. I don't. I think Amanda brought the stand on the bus, <laughs> and I carried a toolbox in the right hand. They run buses, and dude, backwards. I'm like doing shrugs, and so I'm going up the mountain like my shoulders uh, are it's never like going like to make a six this. or seven minute ride. But it's, it's a awful. long ride on a 125, and he's just like, <laughs> and it had. It's jetted, Husky jetted his 125, but it's still got this nasty little burp that won't, it just won't clean out. Uh, we had so much fun, though. McGrath walks up to my kid and goes, hey, what moto are you? And, and oh, he's no. like, a moto, whatever. You know, and he, does, he has no idea. And I go, you don't understand. You just got asked what moto by the King best there ever was And you know, the, the cool factor about that race is most races you go to, Everybody hides out in their RV with their cell phones, not there. all this other stuff. You ain't got there's no RV. There's not RV to be seen. Nope. If you got a sprinter it's an ran easy in there, up. yes, it's, it's, there's it's a, a few easy sprinters. Up. If you got a sprinter in, you're like a big dog. So you just you're out there. So the day that the I had to ride the 125 up the mountain with my kid, my kids riding me on the back, I I hadn't. We have nowhere to sit. I don't have a tent. <laughs> I can't carry a tent. I'm already carrying a gas can and a toolbox. This dude from NorCal, he goes. Hey man, you didn't get in. I go no. He goes well. You you sit with us. We got Boom. room under our tent. Bikes under the tent and all day. Hey, you want some of this food? I'm like that never happens at any track. That's cool, especially when your cooler's full of meat water. Meat yep. water. No, there you wasn't had any meat did, water up it there. It did happen. You had <laughs> Glenn Bates, and he took care of you on the East Coast. And Glenn Bates and Kevin Brulee yeah, saved so, me, and they're still at Dr. Pepper smelling like raw. <laughs> Ground oh, beef. Water. Have a glass of Dr. Pepper. Dude, that Parmesan, slash. Joey's Parmesan feet. Yeah. God. The hey, do y'all remember Meat water Joey... just gets me, man. The, the meat water. So the water, the dirt, I think of this, like, this cup, or this, this Coke I'm Aluminum drinking. Aluminum stain. And I'm just like, you know how you blow off, you, you, you get a Coke or whatever. You Have you ever been to a Taco Bell off? after it closed? You're out so late that the Taco Bell closes? No. And you pull up, like, we barely missed the uh, Taco Bell on Howell Mill in Atlanta. Dang. One night, they came in late, and I'm like, "Dude, can you just?" I said, "Man, just, just make me a burrito, you know." Just like, rake whatever's on the. You're grill. desperate at that point, and he goes, "Man, I would, but we've already turned the meat tube off." <laughs> <laughs> what? What is oh, a that meat? Is terrible, man. They Whoa. just said this big oh, tube. It's got to let you know you squirt whatever was supposed to be meat out of it. We turn uh, the meat tube off. Man, the air compressor's <laughs> down. We can't pump the meat out of the tube. <laughs> meat tubes Your down. damn tube's clogged. <laughs> Your meat tube's down, boy. How'd that tube get clogged, boy? <laughs> hey, boy, call the meat tube guy, man. man. 
Maybe like Atlanta meat tube service. But he was good. He was cool though. He's like rolls up in a white kidnapper van. At least he was helpful. He's like, we've turned the meat tube off. Man. I get a squeeze. Pull it down. It squeezed hey, it. It was. Out. We were down. It was more like. Yeah, we done turned that meat tube off. Dude, uh, like, why? He said meat tube. Down. He goes, meat. but you should go to Waffle House. And I was like, yeah, you're right. They don't even have if a meat tube. If you want to live, you ought to go to the meat tube. <laughs> Waffle, Waffle House behind yeah. the times. Dang. Meat tubes, man. Gross. No telling. It's like an inner city. It's like like in underground pipelines. It's just pumping like They just pump the meat from like Minneapolis. Like yeah. Meat tube waste. Oh, no, fields. we got a pipeline, dude. All our meat comes from many. I think this was just piping the this meat. This was before oh. that Taco Bell got in trouble for serving, serving great tea. Serving great like, tea. No, it, yeah, it was like fucking sawdust and they, they, beef or whatever. They paid yeah. whatever, track dirt. Whatever it was, the fine, they paid the fine not to disclose what their meat was from. Because yeah. it was Man, less, that's way Because it was like 40% correct. not meat. Yeah, it was whatever, sawdust. Whatever was on the floor that night <laughs> yeah. is what it was. And, I'm the, and, it and the you know how the inside of your meat tube gets like that. Oh, you know the, your meat tube. It kind of gets cholesterol inside oh. the meat tube, and you rake that cholesterol oh. off, and you can just keep serving it. It's all good. That's some old meat right there. Old bro. meat. As long tube. as you cook it, baby. <laughs> cook the old. It just out comes of it. out from Minneapolis already cooked. Man, we done shut oh. the meat tube off. They don't have to, they don't have to cook it. That is the the greatest quote in fast food <laughs> history. Sorry, bro. We're Hell, out. brother. I mean, I'd be here for you if your damn meat tube wasn't. <laughs> Shut her down. That's about to make me throw up. That's pretty gnarly. You get right the there. meat sweats. She's good. Yeah, I've heard tell about the meat sweats. Hey, this shows you what I have uh, something about me as a person because I've been to Taco Bell since then. Still do it. It scares me. I it'll power. never go away. You'll go, but you'll have those thoughts. You'll and, well, never forget about. You'll that. go, but you're going to regret it in a couple hours. It <laughs> you do pay it. the price later. You just feel bad. You know what I mean? It's like going uh, to like a Captain D's. Like it's so good, and then. Three hours later, you're like, God, I feel Why terrible. Why did I eat there? Who eats those? Like, who keeps that place? Tell me the amount of money you've given that business in the last year. A lot, because Captain, probably like eleven fifty. Well, I don't know that. Really? I can, in the I know, last no, no, year, I, can I eat wild I Alaskan probably, salmon from there. That's the only thing I'll. I don't eat. know in the, the last year a dollar figure. I would say twenty six bucks. Twenty six in the bucks. past year. In a year. In a year, I would say zero. I probably haven't been. All right. So there. who are these? Who who's doing this? There's I, a there's a theory that that's a front. It's a money laundering thing okay. for illegal businesses. Fair enough. And that's why I so Marty D's. from Ozark is funneling move <laughs> money through. Captain I can tell T. you this. Let me tell you how cheap I was in high school. Like we, I was <laughs> took whatever class you get out of. Like you get out of school early, you know. And so my girlfriend at the time, we both got out like after fourth or fifth period or something. Sick. So we go to. Is this gonna have anything to do with your meat tube? You no, know, but, but your meat Captain tube. D's. <laughs> so we get to Captain. We go to Captain D's. And it was like ten dollars and seventy cents. I was like, "What did you order? The cracklins? We can't. We cannot come back here. It's too expensive. What's them crispy things? <laughs> cracklins, baby. Sorry, folks. We out the cracklins. I've heard that. They're the that chips. That needs to be on the announcement. They're the fish voice. and chips from. I'm sorry. We're out. Um, what's one of us? Wait a minute. <laughs> the my meat tube. Sorry, sir. The meat tube's down. The meat tube runs straight from. To Taco Bell. That's what it is. It bubbles up from the Earth's crust to deliver the meat. Hell is not really a lake of fire. It's a lake of something that Taco Bell calls meat. It's it's a lake of Taco Bell meat. 
Now that is, that's that so is stupid. stupid. That's the dumbest. That we had to get religion in somewhere. <laughs> we gotta go. Oh, I, wanted, I, I was, was try, hoping I was, for an announcer I was voice. Trying to oh, go. the meat tubes. Yes. Now. Oh no! Well, the meat tubes. I, I pressed the wrong button so many times. Oh, that's the the shitty production value of this, which makes me laugh. Oh. You know how the Taco Bell always has an announcer. Oh, the guy in the red S10 blazer not going to get anything tonight. The meat tube's down. And Sorry about your meat tube, bro. You'll be going home unlucky, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So I like that it doesn't matter what button you push. We can we just go into that character. <laughs> Dialect changes to right there. Oh, every boy. time, man. Every time, every time we just raise our voice. If you could only hear it. Oh, we do this for this. <laughs> and then we we do this. <laughs> this. <laughs> All right. It's so good. Let's just wrap it up. This uh, is stupid. Wrap it. Did we make it through an entire episode without a Marty Martin story? Nope. Well, just because I said his name right then. You yeah. damn right. When you think of Marty Martin, you think of rap music. Yeah, you do. You do not think of rap Sir music. Sir Mix. No, no, not at all. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I think of when I think of Marty Martin, but I do think of this. One time at Hillbilly Hills, they ran the track down into this pasture, and he goes, the track has been prepared European style. You know, and we're all like kids, and we're oh, out there going, shit. God, what does European style mean? And we go back there, and it means, oh, you're going through the grass. No jumps in grass, Just bro. go through the grass. Just shut up. Oh, European. You mean boring as shit? You prepped it <laughs> European like style. Waffle. Oh, there you go. It's Thanks your... for that prep job. <laughs> it is Euro, though, it, and it really is. If you go back to it, it's so much fun. Yeah. Did you ever do running brand? It did running brand. Dude. Arms be falling off of them motos. Dude, I got Because I never went fifth brand. gear wide open ever. forever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> running brand GP. That was fun. It's good fun. A lot of fun. And it could rain the night before yes, and it'd still matter. race the Don't next matter. day. It didn't matter. It was all grass. Be a little slickery in practice. That's Why it. would we ride practice? It's just grass. Well, it's, there's no practice. jumps. It's no. a grass. Oh, I gotta get this grass. Hundred acres. In. You know who was fast at that was Ross Johnston. Uh, you damn right. That dude I think Kyle could got beat by swerve him. out and make <laughs> this rounded out corner be a straightaway to him, and he would just hold the gas on, and you'd get smoked by him. Ross Johnston, Barry Higgins, and That's Barry Higgins would have dominated that scene. Dude, thanks for uh, for you guys listening, Nick Blackman. John Watkins, Jared, our buddy's uh, not here with us. We we hope to drag him back in the booth with us. Jared lost his pops about a week ago, so take as much time as you need, man. If you if you want to come back or if you hate John, I, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, totally get it. There's a window here. I can jump out. Yep, you sure can. If need be. Yep. A lot of fun, man. Ricky Carmichael, thanks for being on. Winners take y'all, man. We d- we've done five of these. I don't know. It's four or five. I don't know. It's good though. It's fun for us. That's all that matters. I don't care if you don't like it. Whatever. (laughs) Doesn't cost me anything. Suck it. Have a beer. Don't cost nothing. Nothing. Nothing.